It is Thursday. We are not lying to you this time. <laughs> we usually record on Wednesdays. We uh we talk it as Thursday. Yo, yo, yo. It is Thursday right now. It's Thursday morning. It is Thursday morning. Yeah, it's Thursday morning, bro. Good morning. You feel me? You know? Bringing it to you different for 175, man. Newspaper type shit. Absolutely. First thing in the morning. It's not that early. It is to me. We really like uh like almost near by the end of the podcast, the strip club will be like now. <laughs> it's gonna be Waffle House time. Absolutely. Them no shit. Them the lit hours though. No. No, the strip's not gonna be laid out. The club's gonna be laid out. That's my apologies. The Waffle House is lit though. Oh my gosh. This Absolutely. is cigarette. Like, I'll be back in 10 minutes, but I'm gonna fry the shit out of them hash browns. That's the best time to go to Waffle House, bro. Absolutely. Yeah, my life. We had a Waffle House experience earlier this week. Trash. No count. You know the nigga from Instagram? What's that nigga named? Trash. No, I don't know who that is. Damn. I got a fine bro name. I'm sorry. In a nutshell, not. Not a good look. Nah, bro. That shit was whack. Now, but if you go 11 p.m. and later, somebody out there smoking a cigarette and or meth. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They hit and you with that. I'm going to be in there in a second. Oh, my gosh. Cheese scramble with the eggs. Yeah. Little waffle. Little all-star special. A little hash. Yeah. Little, little patty melt on the side. Never little little, little biscuit on the side. Hood, nigga. Mm-hmm. Favorite spot was the Waffle House. You feel me? Patty Melt with the hash browns. Hey. Trying to avoid all the pat downs. Yep. Trying remember. to avoid all the lame hoes. <laughs> Weirdos in the background. Yeah. Blackout when I back out. Okay. On my fault. <laughs> Blow horn for pedestrian. Shorty ride like an equestrian. I bought the dress that she in. Red bottoms and his and hers. All right, Corey, we can't do this. <laughs> my fault. Damn near copyright infringement. Let's get to it, man. All right, let's do this. This is episode 175. 175, bro. This is how we fucking ball, you feel me? Let's do it, man. Houston, Texas. Hey. This is the way we ball. I'd like to give you another classic, man. This is the way we Absolutely, man. We're in the building, bro. Roger and Ron Boys, episode 175. Hey, we like the flowers. All my diamonds blouse. I represent the dirty dirty way. Bringing it to you, man. Giving you the best. All my diamonds blouse. I represent the dirty dirty way. Are we the TI of podcasting? The podcast of the side? That's crazy. I thought about what I was gonna blurt out. I'm hopping out Ferraris. My house is three stories. I'm still independent cause Jive couldn't afford me. The meetings were boring. Hey, For real, I was snoring. The VP was fine, yeah, she made me kinda horny. But that's another story. Let's get back to the topic. Right now, me and Humble. Alright, let's go ahead and do it, man. It's episode 175 of the Rise and Grind podcast. It's your boy Roderick in the building. Jakari, we are in the building, man. I feel the energy, bro. That that shit is amazing, man. Oh yeah, the the energy's been in the building the entire day. Um, we're finally recording. We had a pretty darn long pre-production. Yeah, probably the most extensive that we ever had. Yeah, um, it was necessary though. 
Absolutely. Yeah. This uh this is gonna be a great pod. Absolutely. Incredible. Absolutely. Sensational. Um we're here at Thursday. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's gonna be nearing the end of the week. How was this week for you? Man, it's been a great week, brother. I ain't gonna lie to you. So um, you know, we always talk about how work and how we feel about work. So my work week has been easy. I've been doing like some period and shit really. So like I'm really like training people like new hire class type shit. Okay. So like I, I really haven't been doing my normal role. I've been doing that. And You're that, a trainer. Yeah, basically. Okay. Bro. That okay. Shit, that shit easy. Yeah, it seems like it's pretty easy. That shit super easy, bro. So I really been like while I'm doing that, I've had like I got my laptop, my work laptop, and I've had my my actual personal laptop. I got pod shit on that. I got work shot. I just been going back. You and have forth. ample time right bro, now. Bro, hella time. Okay, I'm in the hella same. Time. I'm in the same instance. Hella time, bro. But uh, overall, it's just been a great week, bro. Also, along with that, so doing that, I've also accepted um, another position, like another role with work, like an actual like supervisor type role, just because of what I'm doing right now. Type shit. Over bro. the course of this pod, this nigga Kari has gotten like 75 promotions. <laughs> Real, so it's been like it's been like four, three, four, five type shit. But <laughs> this nigga yeah. said. Four and then said three, four, five. No, it's been One about five, <clears throat> Yeah. But it's just a blessing, bro. Like I'm just grateful to even be in a position. I'm actually coming up on three years in the same uh like firm company type shit. So That's great. It's great to Yeah, hear. bro. Just it's a blessing, bro, you know, just to even be able to do that and level up and continue to move forward, you know, within the same job. Um, like you said, it's just it's been a blessing, bro. But because of that, I've had a great week. I'm I always say I'm grateful, bro, feeling great. I have no complaints, man, but Oh uh, yeah, how you feeling, brother? Well, I'm feeling great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Never better, brother. Never better. Kari was just talking about his uh, his his new job opportunities. I I have one as well. Um, I think I smoke a little too much weed for that job. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, Work. Mm, it's just a little bit too much weed. <laughs> so much weed they found out about it. <laughs> <laughs> Work. Uh, what they say? They had something to say about it. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> wow. You went to the building and your key didn't work no more? Your little no, key No, no, I didn't I didn't have a key. No uh, badge didn't badge anymore. No, it's not that it's okay. it's not that that or anything like that. Right, I'm actually right. still in I'm still in a candidate process. But oh, okay. uh but we're gonna see how things go with that. I think I smoke a little too much weed for this job though. I'm not gonna lie to you. For sure. Um but no, it's been a pretty good week. I really have had ample time as well. Like I said, I've been waiting to start a new position. So uh I've been in between that right now. Mm. So, um, yeah, I've been doing a lot of pod shit as well, a lot of brainstorming. We got a lot on the way. Um, yeah, man. Can we 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 can say we have a a, a filming a filming day coming up on uh, sometime yeah. this week or yeah. sometime this weekend? This weekend, like, yeah, we're gonna make a movie this weekend. Let's just say that. No, don't yeah. say that, Corey. Pause. What the fuck? What you mean? We're gonna make a movie? <laughs> <laughs> I hate this nigga, man. <laughs> What the hell are you doing, man? Come on, bro. No way. What am I supposed to say? We're shooting a film. We're making a short film? Oh, that's way better. All right, bro. This weekend, we are filming a short film. That's going to go crazy, bro. It's something that we had in the works for months. Months. Months, bro. Months. A lot of brainstorming, a lot of planning, a lot of just waiting, waiting on the right time. That's That's something we talk about a lot. Like It's a lot of shit that we... We have hella ideas every day that we could just put out and, you know, it could be okay. But, like, we like to take our time and really put this shit on paper, really plan it out, really envision it before the shit actually even happens. It has to be perfect. It got to be perfect, bro. So, like, it's finally time. 
So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the weekend for that because, like we said, that's something that, bro, we literally, when I say we've been working on this shit for a long time, film, it's been a long time. And it's something that um I think it'll be pretty big. I hope so. That's that's my goal for it. That's why um that's why I'm excited. I'm kind of anxious because I told you before like I'm I think this you know has that ability to be you know one of them type shit like like something that can really pop really be it like niggas are really like oh shit stay them tuned niggas, yeah them niggas doing different shit but but yeah definitely looking forward to the weekend because of that man. Yeah, so give us a little bit of time. We got something in the works for you. Absolutely. <clears throat> um, things that we wanted to talk going into uh, the pod? Yeah, so... I think you might have had something this time around. Yeah, so over the last week, you know, it was a post on Instagram. You know me, bro. I like to, I like to, you know, encourage our men, uplift our men. You know, men don't get a lot of love. I came across something that said, uh, can we talk about how confused men are? Yeah, and I can I can tell that uh that this is already like gonna be like not helpful towards me, but I mm-hmm. saw this previously and it triggered me. So I was like, damn, maybe maybe this is for me. Okay, we can talk about it. Even as it, I it read through, I was like, oh yeah, this is triggering me. I'm I'm actually getting pissed off. <laughs> no, who who pissed do you off. think you are talking to me like this? <laughs> for sure, but now we can talk about it a little bit. But it's it's a few. We'll start with this one. Um, it reads, men need help. They need healing. They need encouragement. Men need space for them to learn the skills that they were never taught. Men need empathy. See, that one didn't really piss me off. I mean, I feel like that, of course, yeah, men need all of those things. Um, that's something that I feel like all people need. I would agree as well, but I just feel like men, it doesn't, that conversation for men doesn't happen no, often. absolutely not. Especially not black men. No, hell no. Bro, you know, like we don't have that conversation at home. Like we're we're always taught that um you're supposed to be tough. You know, you're supposed to have that dominance role when it comes to like the family man or if you're a father or whatever. But you know, men are always supposed to be the 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 ones that take care of the family, the providers. You know what I'm saying? Women are the nurturers, men provide. But a lot of times men go through shit and it's like we hold so much shit in because we supposed to be strong. But it's like, nigga, we be dealing with shit, too. Like, we need help. I, I don't know how to communicate the way I'm feeling right now. I need somebody to help me out with that. Okay. Um, and I know I'm taking this completely left, but we you were talking about the dominance role. Yeah. Okay. So would you would you consider it completely okay um, if the woman is the complete dominant one in the relationship like if the woman plays the traditional male role Mm -hmm. and there's a male that you know he's softer Mm -hmm. more emotional um he might stay home with kids right um i'm trying to get something more towards like the traditional male in the household like Mm -hmm. that that does all of those things She's she's the dominant one in the family. Like if the kids need disciplining, she's doing it first. <laughs> he makes the food, puts it down on the plate for her and the kids. Mm. Am I okay with that? Is he that runs, what you're asking me? He runs a bath. Are you asking me, am I okay with that? I'm saying like, is that cool? That's cool because there are men out there that play that role and that's fine. Now, if you asking me if I'm okay with that. Like she irons her, like he irons her shirts before work. <laughs> she's supposed to be ironing my jaws. No, nah, he ironed her panties. Nah, bro. 
Uh, no, for me, like I want to, I want to be the, the one in the household that's quote unquote dominant, and it don't even have to be like because of an ego thing. It's just like I want to provide for. She me. fucks him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try to be for real. This nigga talking about <laughs> some all other shit. But nah, bro. If that was like a situation that I was really in, like I twerk, would, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, family. My bad. Nah, fam. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back to being serious, man. Nah, bro. I'm just saying, like, if that was me, if that was me, like on some real shit, if that was me, um, I want to be the one that's providing for the family, like. I'm not really like the one that gotta have certain what do they call it like gender roles like certain <laughs> certain shit gotta be designated. Somebody grab his ass in public. She whoop, she whoop nah, her bro. ass. Don't grab my ass, family. But what is it with women that want to grab? No, I'm talking about somebody somebody else grab her, <laughs> grab nah, his bro. ass in yeah, public. Nah. You gonna grab my nigga ass? <laughs> <laughs> but what is it about women and grabbing men's ass? Why do they like doing that? Um, I would assume it's for the same reason we like grabbing theirs. No, bro. Cause women asses are different <clears throat> to us. I guess, bro. But I don't. I don't fuck with that shit. I'm like, bro. I'm a man. Yeah, like, and think about it. Like on the other side, like maybe she wants to grab like a big old piece of fat ass. So you letting a woman grab your ass? Fuck no. <laughs> I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not with everything. Like I'm. Right. I'm. Whatever you want to do, do that. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna play a much more dominant role. Uh, you're not you, you're not grabbing on this. Nah, please, bro. Like, I don't even like calling my ass this <laughs> or my ass my ass. <laughs> like, don't please don't touch me, please, bro. Uh, but no, nah, just in and out of that, like I said, if I was in that situation, I would want to be the one providing for the family, just because, bro. That's just what I'm accustomed to. But I'm, Same. I'm also not a person that gotta have those specific gender roles. Like, oh, a woman gotta cook. Or women gotta do the laundry. Or women gotta do this. Like you letting her change your oil? No, nigga. Like <laughs> shit, shit like that. Like no, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna take care of the yard. I'm gonna take care of the car. Shit like that. But I'm saying like shit around the house. Okay, but say you don't know how to change your own oil. Things yeah. like that. Right. She does, and she's gonna do it for free. You taking your car to Jiffy Lube still? No, nigga. I'm gonna let her do it. There's women out here that know how to change oil. So if that's the case, I'm gonna let her do it. What if she rotate tires too? <laughs> I'ma let her do it for the free. Like, damn, your fucking tires never. <laughs> my my bitch doing facts, bro. Cause niggas be charging an arm and leg for that. And bro, you know rotating tires is just switching the tires to, from the back yeah. to the front. It's nothing like because, extravagant because the tread burn the out tread, faster right, on the front. It's just to keep it shit. keep it even. But like niggas will charge you like twenty thirty dollars to just take your wheel off. Off the back, put it on the front. Take your front one, put it off the back. I'm like, you can really do that shit yourself. And it's also some bullshit. If you go get two new pair of tires or some shit like that, they'll put your old tires on the front ones. So yeah, you'll bro. burn those bitches out fastest. Mm-hmm. And then you'll need to go. Man, fuck y'all. Um, <clears throat> what was I saying? She'll fuck him in the car. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't even know where I was headed with that. Nah, bro. I got one more for you, though. Before we move on, uh, so back on the topic, like we were saying about how men are confused, right? So another one, it was saying how they've grown up watching their fathers betray their mothers, how they've grown up watching their fathers not know how to deal with anger, so they become punching bags. Um, how they grow up watching a mother with no help at all. I think every single thing in that was 
probably correct except for the becoming a punching bag mm-hmm. thing um i don't know or i know a whole lot of guys whose fathers were in their lives but i know a whole lot of guys whose fathers were not in their lives as well right. um and outside of some of the outstanding role models that i've seen as as parents and husbands and wives like your parents things like that no i have seen i have seen just about every other husband wife mother father go through that betrayal uh that that tough shit that's super like exactly what what was explained in there right exactly yeah and like you said like i've been blessed to grow up with you know my my mother and my father in my life but um, like we say, you know, we have a lot of friends that we grew up with, bro, where, you know, their fathers went in their lives, cousins, um, you know, same thing, my, even my pops. Like, that's why he went so hard for me, because his pops wasn't in his life, you know, so he just made it a, a strong point of emphasis, like, no, nah, I'm going to turn shit around, you feel me? So, um, definitely, I, I feel that, man. Like, a, a lot of times, men, a lot of insecurities, um, a lot of fucking just not knowing who you are, how to deal with situations, how to communicate is because like you didn't grow up and, and learn how to do that from a young age. You didn't have a male figure in your life to show you the ropes, you know? It says how they've grown up watching their fathers betray their mothers. But the second sentence says how they've grown up watching their fathers not know how to deal with anger. Uh, that's the 100. That's that's not 100. That's probably 60 to 70 percent of it right there. Um you learn from your parents and if you learn and misplace anger all you're gonna do is misplace your anger as well that's that's why you see shit happen with cases of you know domestic violence and things yeah yeah i really just mean like the result of a father not being around um even if a father's in and out of a life um i was blessed to have both my parents but my dad was in and in and out yeah um he's not in my life anymore but um But you know, it's 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 tough. Yeah, you can definitely see it, you know, growing up and a lot of times just this is not a, the way I feel, but I I've just seen this. A lot of people talk about sometimes when um say a male grows up without a father, mm-hmm. raised by women only, maybe only has sisters, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of times they go more to the, the feminine route, you know, they act quote unquote like women, you know? See maybe it was because I had my dad in and out that I didn't get all of that. Now I do see things that I'm like, oh damn, I got that from my sisters. Like but that just comes from growing up with sisters. But the uh the feminine, the gossipy, the things like that, yeah, there's those are certain things you can see. Yeah, it's definitely because quote unquote maybe because there wasn't a male figure in the picture. You know? Absolutely. Because a lot of times, you know, males will will cut shit like that out. I can yeah, I can remember specific things. My dad's like, "Hey, that's not for you. Right, that's, exactly. That's not for you. We're not but, doing that. Yeah. But um, is that healthy? Yeah, that's a great question. I was gonna really ask you the same thing because it's like now, um, that's that's all we know. So mm-hmm. we we see it as the right thing because it's masculine to us. <laughs> yeah, bro. But is it? <sighs> I ain't gonna lie to you. Um, I'm gonna raise my children the same way I was raised. I know a lot of times people these days it's kind of like free choice and things like that. But like, um, you know, my people corrected certain things, like you said, like as as a father, if I see something that, you know, I'm just like, hey, we don't men don't do that. You know, boys don't do that. Yeah. Boys 
walk this way. Boys talk this way. Boys dress this way. You know, but like I, at the same time, bro, it's kind of hard. Like I, I want my children to be themselves. But at the same time, I'm going to lead a certain way. I'm going to raise a certain way. You feel me? Yeah, you teach a child their ways. They like, won't They won't stray from it when you they feel grow me? up. But um, yeah, I, I plan on raising my children the same way I was raised as well. Um, I was raised old school. Like I'm not even gonna lie, my parents, my parents, they old school. Mm-hmm. Um, they not playing no shit. I'm not playing no shit. <laughs> I can't wait to raise my kids uh, and have an amazing time with them. But yeah, I'm not not playing no shit either. Um, and I feel like a lot of old school parents raised well mannered children. I feel like that's that's why people from our age just like there's a gap. There's definitely a, like a generation gap, bro. Yeah, there's a gap of us that are, that still have that home training. It's it get a little rowdy, but like we yeah. we have home training, uh, presentable type shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I agree. Like you can definitely see like even just from when it comes to manners, being respectful, even just the way we carry ourselves. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. bro. Like a lot of children, a lot of younger kids these days, they don't have that respect. They don't have those manners. They don't even really have the conscious or the focus. And like, bro, like, do you not really know right from wrong? I'm like, damn, when was your parents born, man? I'm like, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> like, shit. What did they teach you, nigga? Yeah, bro, it'd be unfortunate. Like, but I mean, people are having kids at a younger and younger and younger age these days, man. I know, and shout out to some of my homegirls from high school. I know homegirls from high school that got well mannered ass little kids. Like and they had that baby at fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Like, yeah. hey, you can you can get it together, man. No like, facts. It's it's all up to the parent, bro, regardless of when you may, you know, conceive children, because I know things happen. My my mom had my brother at like sixteen, fifteen, mm-hmm. sixteen, you know what I'm saying? Um I understand, bro, like that that shit can take a toll on you, but it's still up to the parent. To raise their child the right way. That's correct. To show them right from wrong. Right. To teach them manners. You know, like, yes, you get to a certain age as a child, you're going to do. They're going to do what they want to do at a certain point. Like, yeah, there's a certain point that mama and daddy can't save you anymore. Yeah, no matter what. But at the same time, you can still do your job. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, even if they don't, even if they don't turn out the exact way. That you You, may want to do your job. At least least you did what you had to do. Yeah, you did your job. Um. And you know we we don't we don't have kids, but still we just basing it off of how we were raised. You know what I'm saying? We're so far like nigga, we doing good for oh, ourselves. Oh yeah, we're you not giving nobody parenting advice like, and shit like that. But based on how we was raised, we turned out okay. So bet our parents did it that way. I'm gonna do it. The blue the blueprint is already there. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna do it the exact same way. No, I, I can't do it the exact same way. Not the exact, but, cause yeah, cause it's even with me, bro. Like we can really go deep onto this shit, but it's even like with my pops, it's a lot of shit that. I'm gonna do different. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Like my now, now my mother, my mother's a, a, a oh, leading yeah. role model example. I can't think of I can't think of too many things that I would change that my mother did. Um I'm gonna do things different than my pops. Pops pops is, you know. Pops is pops, bro. Pops is gonna be pops forever. Pops is pops. Like, you you love your pops. Always. But like that, yeah, I feel like every man has certain things that they're like, I'm going to do it different than my dad. I'm sure, yeah. like, my dad has things that he was saying, I'm going to do that different mm-hmm. than my dad and his dad and his dad. Yeah, and as you get older, you, you kind of show empathy <clears throat> a little bit, going back to what we said, that man need empathy, because my father, my pops didn't have a dad. He was raised by 
uh, my great grandpa, but still like not having an actual like father. That shit, that shit hurts. My dad's father was in and out of his life too. You feel it me? came around back when he was a little bit older, but you know. So I say that to say like my dad was really just doing it on his own, doing it for nobody taught him how to be a dad. You know what I'm saying? So you got to have some empathy sometimes because it's like you didn't have a role model to look up to like I do. Like I can look at you and be like, okay, I like what you did here, 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 but mm, right there, I'm going to change this. He was just nigga off the off the rip just doing it, you know? Yeah, he, yeah, he had to teach himself. Exactly. So, But it's a lot of things, like I said, love my pops to death, bro. You know, I wouldn't be the, the man I am today without him, without his guidance, without his Same. leadership. Same. But it's, it's certain things that, of course, I'm going to apply differently just like from communication. Um, I feel like, I feel like, bro, it wasn't until I got older, really, to like graduating college where I was really able to like open up and be really express myself like as an adult with as your an dad adult. Be- yeah, yeah I, I never i never like i said because me and my dad's relationship strained i never really got to that point i got to that point with my mom to where i can sit down and play card games or board games with my mom and the jokes are adult or mm-hmm. or we can have adult conversations with my sisters and my nope. family and things like that nope. i didn't i didn't get to that point with my dad yeah, same. I didn't. I didn't really like. Like I said, to maybe like twenty two. Okay. Graduating college, you know, once I graduated college, it's like damn, like I didn't did everything you ever wanted me to do at this point. So it's like, now you can't really tell me nothing. Like that's how I kind of looked at it. Just like I did everything you ever wanted. You wanted me to go to college and graduate. I did it. So I guess you can kind of say I had a little chip on my shoulder just coming back when we would bump heads. Now, like now, I got something to say, not on some disrespectful shit. <laughs> But it's just like, bro, I'm a man too now at this point. I'm going to stand up for myself. Like in high school and when I was younger, whatever dad say goes. You know that. Absolutely. Not as a grown man. But like now I'm grown like, hey, I'm going to say something now. You know what I'm saying? I've always said even as a grown man, like once I got got to a certain age and I started taking over certain responsibilities, Mm -hmm. I, I take advice now. I don't take any commands or demands right. from anybody else anymore nobody yep. i take advice like if if, if i want to do things after that i'll do it but like i'm not obligated to do anything for right. a soul anymore yeah thanks bro and that just come with age like i said just you know once you reach a certain point you're just like hey i got responsibilities like you said you know people have children or you have bills or you taking care of yourself whatever the case may be it's like you reach a certain point and it's like okay i'm not gonna take shit or or flag from anybody anymore not even just relatives like anybody you know because i'm a man too but yeah that's that's a great conversation bro i'm glad i'm glad we touched on that not something we really you know talk about much but definitely important and like we said just from our community as african-american men we don't have those conversations enough um like i said you know growing up with with hard-nosed fathers old school fathers it's like their way or the fucking highway and it's you have there's nothing you could do about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just how it was, bro. Like, unfortunately, like, it's a lot of good that came out of that, but it's also a lot of bad that came out of that because, like I said, I couldn't communicate. And a lot of times, you may be wrong. Like, as the father, you may be wrong in a situation, but I can't tell you you're wrong because that's, and that's I'm a wrong. child. Right. And it's like, that's not right. So that's, that's like a, an example where I'm saying something that I would change because I remember situations where... I know I'm right. Whatever the case may be, I'm right. But because you're the parent. You call me a liar. Right. You're the dominant force. Like, I can't express like, hey, 
I'm not even trying to be disrespectful. It's just you're incorrect. You're wrong. No, that'll get your ass beat. Exactly. And it's like, yeah, bro, that's, in, that's I've been not in right. situations like that. Yeah, that'll yeah, get your man. ass beat. Who wrong? <laughs> I hate it, bro. I hate it. So that's that got my ass with my mom sometimes. Yeah, bro. You were you were wrong too. <laughs> exactly. I remember the first time I slipped up and said you a liar. Oh, I ain't never said no crazy shit like that. But I didn't it was it was my first time that like that's from that point it was always telling stories after that. But like I didn't that was my first time saying it was like what what you say? Yeah, you probably got your ass kicked. Probably, but now I'm thinking about things like that. Yo, yo. I caught it heavy. My parents was old school. Like I'm thinking about how easy my nephew has it now. Mm-hmm. This little kid just gets away with anything. Like I I remember telling my my folks like they tell me to do something. No, you do it. I'm getting switch whoopings at three years old. Like, damn, this little kid would never get that. <laughs> Yo, y'all soft today. Like, nah, facts. The soft era. What they be calling it? What Gen Z? Soft life. No. Uh, what they call I, it? I want soft life. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I saw that. Nah, bro, I, I fuck with. I understand. No, yeah, I get it. No, it's, that's not really a a, a man yeah, thing yeah, that's nah, going on. That's a that's a that's a, a woman's thing, thing yeah. that's going on right I now. I understand it though. Yeah, I, I understand it too. Yeah. Uh, I I, re- I respect it. I support it. I I love the strong black woman and I love the soft the you know soft black woman. I support it, bro. Like, feel that way. Take however, you, whatever you need to do to make you feel more of a woman, do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm not against it at all. Whatever makes you feel good. Absolutely. Uh, let's move on, man. Let's get into the shits. Let's do it. ESTG has an album that's dropping tomorrow. We're in this rap shit now. It's called "I Never Felt None." Yeah, uh, I'm actually excited to hear this, bro. You know, ESTG. We've been talking about how. We've just grown uh, really over the course of this year, how much we've just grown to just respect him more, like his music more, understand like the impact that he really has on the game right now. Like, I get it. So this album is is 21 songs he's going to give us, bro. I'm excited to hear. We've heard the song Future. It's called Shoot Myself. He dropped one called Hell um, like a week or two ago. Um, And we like those. So like, I'm, I'm excited to hear ESTG. Yeah, man, it comes out on Friday. I don't have too much to say about it. Like you said, we've become fans over the last year or so. Um, how many tracks are on this album that looks like it's going to be? 21. 21. All right, man. Mm-hmm. He got a feature with Jeezy. I'm trying to hear that. Bryson Tiller on here too, man. Bryson Tiller really heating up. That's something we really... <laughs> no, he's not. I heard We, we promised we were going to talk about that track. Yeah. You liked that track. It was cool. I didn't like that. At all? It was cool, but like... Nah. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Uh, it's called Outside. Um, did it have a sample? I can't remember. Yes, it was the Whisper song. Whisper shit. song. When, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're on the road back to win the fans over again, those tracks aren't gonna do it. Yeah, not the Whisper song, bro. Because that's not even an R and B. That's a rap. You hey, how you doing, little mama? Whispering your ear. Like that's not even Bryson. That's not even your style or lane. Did it really take Diddy for Bryson to realize this song sounds better pitched up? Damn, I don't know. You could have just pitched it up and dropped it yourself. It would have been a hit. They wouldn't have made a hit without Diddy, but... Yeah, Diddy put his own flavor, like we said before. But um, it was still the same... It's still the same song. The same song. The exact same song. Diddy just talked over it. He didn't change he not sp- one lyric. He sped it up, pitched it up, Yeah. talked over it. He didn't even change the vocals. Not the vocals, the uh, the, the melody. Mm-hmm. It's the same exact song. Yeah, I don't know. Shame on you, Bryson. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. But no, I'm looking forward to um, to hear some Bryson, like we say, ESTG. Hopefully, Bryson Tiller has an album coming out soon. Yeah, bro, that, that shit might come out before the end of this year. To be honest with you, because you got to think about it. We talked about how he was on Nab shit. 
He gonna be on ESTG shit. He, he was just, on somebody else's besides Nav's this week too, right? I mean, last weekend too, right? Maybe, or maybe it was him just dropping the solo track that's called Outside, and then he was on Nav, and then he, I don't know, but he's out here, bro. He's making some noise, even if we may not like what's going on. At least he's dropping music. Nigga hasn't dropped music in a very long time. Yeah, well, you're gonna have to do better. I'm sorry, I get what you're saying, Corey. He's gonna have to do better in those tracks. He dropped a smoker in 2015, one of the best albums of the year, one of the best albums of the decade, R&B wise. I'd say. Yeah. No, you got to do better. I feel that, bro. That second album was subpar. Your third album was. Yeah, we don't talk about anniversary, man. It's all good. We don't talk about anniversary because there's nothing to talk about on anniversary. You got the Drake feature. Carter, stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga came here to play games, bro. <laughs> Motherfucker, cousin. <laughs> Episode 175. <laughs> this, this nigga's deep diving the, the Bryson Tiller track. Yeah, that's my fault. Nah, I'm just playing, man. Um, NBA Youngboy. Realer 2. It's out. Uh, it's been out for about a week now. Um, how we feeling? Shit, feeling great. When you pulled up to the to the, to the the yo, that's what you already playing. I was, I've been playing Youngboy all day. Yeah, we <laughs> We, we did another look back on those YouTube views. He's got like a million views on every song. Every song on YouTube has one million views, bro. That shit is just insane. He has 15 songs. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, that's that's actually insane. Um, this was dropped on Tuesday on all DSPs. So that really only gave it uh, from Tuesday, I think, to Friday. Mm-hmm. Um for him to do numbers, he's gonna do forty. He's gonna do forty thousand with just those three days or four days: Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. He's gonna do forty thousand for his first week with just those numbers. Imagine if he would have had Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday the whole week. Imagine what he would have did. YB bro. is a hundred thousand first week type of nigga. Yeah, every album. Yeah, yeah, easy. So, uh, well, not every album. If he's got a big album coming out, real or two, that was a surprise. So, uh, yeah, I, I assume that would have done a hundred. Yeah, but the last uh, Slimento, because he just dropped that like not too long ago. 100. 100. He did over 100 first week. So it's young, boy, man. We, we're not shocked. But um, he did drop it on YouTube when it first came out. And that was something that we paid attention to because when it first dropped, we was like, okay. It was a surprise. He wasn't supposed to drop music to January. He just dropped this music. We were like, okay, we checked it out on YouTube. And then maybe like a day or two after that, it ended up being on the DSPs. And, you know, you remember when we looked at it, we were like, hold on, it still says Atlantic on the uh, the credits, the label credits. And we were like, we thought he had fulfilled his, you know, album. And deal. he did. So we were like, what's going on here? So come to find out, it was never intended to be on the DSPs. The YouTube drop, that was the only scheduled drop. That wasn't supposed to happen. Atlantic gave him a bag allegedly you know what i'm saying reported that they gave him a deal that way he could drop that mixtape on dsps yeah i don't know how that happened i'm like because he's yeah, still he's still a free agent so i'm like how does that i don't know how that happened <laughs> i'm gonna let I'm you guys so know confused, for bro. the first time in music business history in rising grind podcast history yeah i can look at you and go I don't know how that happened. Yeah, because we were like, wait, 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 what's, um, what's going on? And for, for him to confirm, and 
that came from ACK. Mm-hmm. Uh, ACK and YB, they, they communicate. Yeah, they communicate. You know that, yeah. Um, so I'm not I'm not deeming any of this false. All this is real information. Facts. I just want to know what deals are now being offered between the labels and the artists for one tape. Exactly. Like, what's I want to know what's the language of that. How much are y'all really offering for that? You know, and I just want to see how the deal structured. I don't even want to see how much it is. I just want to see how how that deal is structured. But what I'm what I'm not getting is like, bro, if you if you understand his impact, because it's my thing. He dropped it solo on YouTube. So you see the impact. You see what he can do numbers wise. They trying to sign him. He doesn't want to sign. He keeps refusing their deals. Bro, because they obviously got to be giving him bullshit ass deals. No, I think that he spent this entire time from the beginning with Atlantic and he's on some shit like, fuck, however much you offering me. I'm not signing a deal with y'all anymore for multiple albums. Maybe so. Maybe. I don't know what this is because. He's they said he's a free agent, so he can go sign with Interscope tomorrow. He can go sign with Epic tomorrow. Mm-hmm. He can, I, he can go do a tape with Epic tomorrow. Can somebody else offer him a one tape deal like this? I don't know. Like you said, I, I've never seen a one tape. Never seen this one before. One mixtape, one album, whatever the fuck we want to call it. I've I've just never seen a one project deal. These niggas are on ten day contracts out these days. I'm like, I was what? just gonna say this is like a ten day contract. In I'm like, NBA. what's going on, bro? Now, um, regardless, the track. I'm mean, not the track. My apologies. The mixtape is out. Uh, it's gonna do about forty thousand the first week. They're saying, um, and outside of this, this makes eighty six songs total that NBA YoungBoy has dropped this year so far. So it's Sheesh. it's not out. Of September, we're going into October. Mm. Um, what is today? The sixteenth. Uh, yeah, eighty-six songs. That's fucking crazy. I love YB. That's too many songs. <laughs> and it's crazy because we really thought he wasn't dropping um, music like that. Yeah, what did we know? And he really just didn't snuck eighty fucking songs on us on accident, but. You remember no, though, it was not on accident. He just snuck two albums out on you in the yeah, last yeah. three months, I think. And the first one, you remember that whole had 30 songs. Slimento had 30 songs. Slimento came out in August. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in the last two months. In the last month, really? Early, early August. Yep. He dropped Colors this year. I forgot about that. Then he dropped that shit with... Uh, no way Colors came out this year. Colors came out this year, brother. And then he dropped a uh, collab with the baby. You remember that? Okay. No way Colors came out this year, Corey. January. <laughs> so, yeah. 86 songs. I see it now. I definitely see it. That's too many songs. I mean, but, bro, he's done it. He's done more before. So, like. Does that make it too many songs? Does that make it not too many songs? No, it's still too many songs. But I'm saying, like, this is not nothing that we're not used to. Like, he does this shit all the time i don't know why people are or why we're even trying to act like we're shocked like this is what young boy does it's just it's just too that's no it's too much and i've said this bro i'm not even talking about for the ears i'm talking about to be giving away to the consumer in 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 that amount of time yes bro and like i've said before young boy is a great artist 
the 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 Tupac of this generation, like everybody likes to say, even us. I've told you a thousand times, bro. If he would just hone in on his craft, lock in, pick the best 15 to 18, 20 songs, maybe even 25, because I know you like to drop a lot of music. But if he just gave us the best songs in one project, maybe two or a year, but maybe just one a year, then he would really make a name for himself, bro. Whoa. You're saying that like YB has not made a name for himself. Bro, I'm saying like he, then he would really be that superstar that we want him to be. Um, yeah, and and we don't have to go back into this just because I'm remembering the combo we had before. YB's gonna need a label. He's gonna need quality control. He's gonna need A and R's for that. Um, he, it's just not something that a camp alone is gonna get done. There has to be an agenda. There has to be a narrative being ran about you. Like I. Somebody has to kick that into gear. He needs somebody behind him. Even if it was Empire. I mean, but we're going to get into <laughs> to why that might not be the not thing. Be the best choice. Yeah, no, we don't have to do that right now. We'll yeah. get into it a little bit later. Um, but yeah, NBA Youngboy, do we have anything else you want to get into on him? No, just check out the mixtape, man. Uh, really, too. It's all on your DSPs on YouTube. Whatever your preference is, it's, it's great. We love it. Like I said, it was playing it, you know, before we got started here. Um, so yeah, definitely some great music. Check it out. All right, we are already out of the music. Me and Kari were talking in pre-production on how we didn't want to talk any music today. Hell no. Nah. No, yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I did not want to talk music today at all. Nope. I came to talk news. I came to talk the real shit. Um. So yeah, let's let's get into it. <clears throat> we're gonna get straight into it. What was this on? Tuesday? Tuesday, I believe. Yeah, on Tuesday afternoon around 1 p.m., something like that. Um, PNB Rock, he was shot inside of a, a South a South L.A. Um, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, where him and his girlfriend were dining at, um, and he was killed. The, the murderers, they were attempting to rob him of his jewelry. Um, they saw he had a lot of jewelry on. His girlfriend had actually posted... Um, a plate of them eating inside of Roscoe's around the exact same time they were there. Um, some chain snatches pulled up. Um, like I think they, they tried to take his chains. He wasn't going for it. They shot him. Shot him uh, broad daylight, man. You know, killed him in, inside of the damn Roscoe's, like you said. And there was a nasty video rolling around Twitter, Instagram, yeah. things like that. I'm sure he got pulled from Instagram, but yeah. Facebook, Twitter. Yeah, hopefully it's, it's gotten pulled down, but uh, no, nah, getting this news, man. You know, I, I never, I, I hate when we have to talk rappers. Rest in peace, man. Dying, bro. Definitely rest in peace. Condolences for the family. Like, this man has daughters, two daughters. He has a family. A girlfriend. Like you said, it was with his girlfriend. This man has a, has a family. This is somebody's son. This is a father. This is a boyfriend, you know? Um, so I just hate it, man. Like, shit like this, just, this shit will fuck up your week. And especially, like you said, when you see videos and you you see reports you see pictures you you learn more about the story and it's just like god damn man that that video is fucked up man that shouldn't have made it to the internet people have to do a better job now i understand all of the the nonsense the pornography things like that that gets to the social media platforms now but 
when we when we get to talking about murder and like underage stuff, things like that, like the the blood the bloodshed and stuff, that's got to get off. We got to do a better job of getting that stuff off off of social media. Yeah, I don't understand what why people want to record so much so fast. Anyways, like I just always feel like in a situation like get that, help. Like, my thing is not to pull out my phone and start recording. It's, even if it's somebody that may be you know a public figure, may be famous, like bro, he was still conscious at one point you know what i'm saying so like you you could have maybe aided the situation you could have helped in some way like you said help you could have called for help but instead you recording to be the first one to post it on social media the man was there choking on his blood breathing that's why i'm saying he was conscious you feel me so like i hate that shit bro and we we've seen it like it it gets to the point where we we just get used to it man we get accustomed to seeing death and that shit is not right i don't like seeing death death is not Something that we should just be seeing so frequently on social media with these people. Like, these people have a family, bro. Imagine if that was your family member. I'd be hating that shit. Yeah, I don't know. I'd rather not imagine if it was my family bro, member. Like, I, bro, I just, I hate that shit. But um, just staying in PNB Rock, man, like we said, it was just an unfortunate situation. So, it was insane. Yes, um, his girlfriend. Yes, the, there's been a lot of talk in social media, on social media, uh, everywhere, uh, about his girlfriend. She posted a plate of the chicken and waffles. She posted the exact location that they were at, one of those type of things on uh, Instagram to where right. you click it, it'll take you to the exact spot that they're at, um, which was the Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles in South L.A. Yep. Um, what, what was it that you were trying to speak about so like man like you said a lot of people been talking about a lot of people have their opinions they have things to say i can't give a hundred percent of the blame oh brother to the girl a hundred percent of the blame hell no no i can't give a hundred percent like people are like you're the reason why he's dead and i'm just like i i can't like we can't say that y'all like come on now now is she wrong? Should she have not posted that shit? Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with that. Would he more than likely be alive had she not posted it? More than likely, yes. But also, there's there's other factors that go into I don't think solely because she posted that that's the reason why he's not here today. I'm just, I don't agree with that. Well, there, there could be other factors that play into it. You're a very famous rapper who's known to tote a lot of money in in bundles and bands that you post on social media and jewelry and lots of jewelry right um yeah i mean that could that could make one a lick and he had previously told stories about how he had recently been attempted he had encounters and rob like had he had someone attempted to rob him in los angeles before right and we know that los angeles is not one of those types of places yeah, it's not safe in LA at all, bro. Love, love LA. I still feel like there's certain like certain areas, yeah. Now, like if you're a tourist, I, I hate telling like like discouraging tourists to go to Los Angeles. You can still go to Los Angeles. You can go to Los Angeles and have a great time. You can go to California and have a great time. I've been to California within the last year, so yes. But it's certain places, just like everywhere, though. It's certain places, like we said before, where you're from, where we're from, where your family's from. Where you can't go. 
So it's just it's the same type of situation there. So you just gotta know where you at. You gotta know your surroundings. South, like that. South LA, South Central LA, things like that. There, yeah, there's there's specific places you don't want to go. This is not even one of those places where you want some. Hey, I know the hood is right here. Let me ride through to see if it's really no, no, don't. I was gonna say you better off just. <laughs> Staying on the side of town that you you know agreed to be in. Just watch that shit on YouTube, Facts, bro. It's not safe. Um, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say, but tell me how you feel. Like I said, I don't think it's solely the girlfriend's fault. Of course, yes, bro. That's a factor. We've seen situations like this with Pop Smoke. You know what I'm saying? Pop Smoke posted his address, things like that. That but, was Pop Smoke himself. Yes. But same situation though. You know what I'm saying? Posting a location. But I'm just saying, like, I don't think this situation was solely because of her. But but tell me how you feel. I thank you for, for taking that point of view, Corey. I think I think this is more her blame than anyone else's. If let's let's just say that the nice way I guess I can. Um I feel like there would be no one to blame to have the exact drop on him except her unless he posted it unless he was out now if he posted something himself being right there mm-hmm. now that's that's news to me i didn't know that but um no Corey. i i think i thank you for uh for giving you know an opposing viewpoint yeah of course she she uh she damn near lined him okay she didn't line him up she she damn near lined him now it's not is it her fault for not knowing or because to my thing that I was saying before, you should always post where you are after you left. Yeah. Let's talk about that, bro. Um, yeah. Like, I don't think it's, it's too much to get into on that part. Um, it's, it's just, if you know, there's a price tag on you, mm-hmm. you're a lick. Um, there's a lot of money walking around with you or you're walking around with someone with a lot of money and you're in the club that night or you're at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles or you're at Nobu or wherever you eating. Wherever you may be. Um, you post the content from where you are in the car on the way home from the place. Okay. Y- you could be sitting next to PNB Rock and be his girlfriend and be worth a lot of money. And when you post that, Someone's going to come get that money. Just like we talked about pre-production in Texas, we have uh, we have your jack of all trades for everything. You got killers, dealers, robbers, finessers, scammers, all of that. You have all of that in L.A. too. And you have chain snatchers like they could fall into robbers if you want to put it there. Mm -hmm. But they're not robbing for packs. They're not robbing money. They're not robbing purses. They chain snatch. That's that, all they do. That's what they do. They <laughs> snatch chains yeah. and they bust it down. Yep. That can happen in L.A. There's that much money walking around. You can just be a chain snatcher. Every day, yeah. Like you said, it's a hub. You could just be a chain snatcher. It's a hub. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, like that, that could literally be your mission. Every day when you wake up. I'm going to snatch some jewelry today. There's even lines. The game, I sent the the DM through. Mm -hmm. The game had a track from 2007 letting you know, like, hey, you'll get caught outside outside the Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. They'll they'll make you give that money up. And if you don't give it up, 
they gonna blame you. They gonna kill you. Yep. Um, it was specific towards this exact situation. Yeah, it's almost eerie. I know it was. It was specific. I mean, but man, of course, it's just rap. It's, like, it's, but it's, it's rap, y'all. It's the but, game talking about how the city is, and it goes just like that. And that's somebody that's from the city. Like PNB is not from the city. You know what I'm saying? But somebody from the actual city, the game, letting you know, like, this is really how that shit goes down here. And and people act like that shit just be a gimmick, bro. No. You can really die any day, anywhere. Nigga just going to chicken and waffles. Roscoe's. A place where, nigga, we all want to go. You know what I'm saying? Everybody just want to eat at Roscoe's. No. Um, I also wanted to talk something that Ice-T had posted on Twitter. He said, people are still hitting me up about comments about L.A. gang culture. If you notice, L.A. rappers don't wear a lot of jewelry. Me, Snoop, Cube, Dre, Game, Kendrick, the list goes on. It's not because we're broke. L.A. is just a dangerous place, rapper or not. Why test the streets? He said, I'm done explaining L.A. Go, uh, gang cultures. Motherfuckers will not listen to me. It's not a game at all. Um, and someone also said, we acting like we never saw a death row uh, records chain. He said, yep. And Pac's death was connected to snatching chain. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was. Uh, Pac's death was connected to the snatching of one of those chains. You can yep. deny what I'm trying to tell you. If you want, I'm done explaining. Um, I saw a lot of people comment under some of those posts when they were posted by different people they seem like younger people um they were really more so calling him an old head he doesn't know how it goes people wear a lot of chains in la look at yg look at these guys things like that what would you say Corey? i would say i disagree i would say um there's a generation like we talked about earlier there's a generation gap where there are the new fans or new age of rap where they real life don't understand how dangerous or how real shit is, whether in the streets or whether in the rap culture, the music industry, whatever you want to call it. Um, I just think there's a generation gap with this these new teenagers where they don't really understand like, bro, it's shit when it comes to this game banging this shit is like from years ago like yeah. it's, it, and it's still relevant to this day. And a lot of them were saying like, yo, I, I don't think he understands like it's real out here. Like they don't care about blah, 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 the change. They're going to do this, this, whatever. He doesn't understand because he's back then. The streets was even worse back then. Yeah, bro. It was 10 times worse. Um, The gang culture, I mean, of course, it only grows and like the the murderings that's not gonna stop but mm. it, it was it was intensified back then facts and it's like today today we see a lot of quote-unquote rappers who are game bangers or whatever who rap may rep a color or a set we see a lot of friendly you know sets these days where this shit was not going on back then you know you, you we've seen yg and nip together you, you've seen the respect they're friends right you're not you know, You're what not I'm saying? seeing Snoop Dogg and DJ Quick make music back then. It wasn't happening. Like it's just, it's just <laughs> niggas wasn't like they wasn't. If you was from a different set, they wasn't fucking with each other back then. So like maybe that's the problem now. They see somebody like YG and Nippy, uh, Nippy. <laughs> yeah, like what's what this guy talking about? <laughs> YG and Nipsey together, who are you know blood and crib, and they think oh 
shit not really that serious. Like, no, bro. Like, that's just, that's a one-off situation. Uh, I just, niggas really color banged back then. Yeah. Like, Crips couldn't wear red. Like, mm-hmm. Bloods couldn't wear blue. Like, at all. Different, like, step, stepping on blocks. It's still like that in Los Angeles. Facts, facts. But it was like that everywhere back then. Yeah. I just, all right, it's different. It's different. It's just different. We yeah. didn't grow up in a color banging era. <laughs> but it's just different. But niggas, you got to respect it, though. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know, then don't speak on some shit that you don't know about. And that's just where Ice-T is coming from, in my opinion. He's just like, I'm I'm not going to really say much, bro. I lived through this. I was a part of it. So I'm not even going to argue with you because you have no idea what the fuck you're even talking about. And all those rappers that he named, they don't wear a lot of jewelry. They don't, bro. And I'm sorry if the people get mad. These are the smart rappers. Like yes, bro. Snoop, Cube, Dre, Game, Kendrick. And they all, except for maybe Kendrick, even though Kendrick grew up in that. Um and and maybe Cube, but we'll, but I, I don't know Cube's up, upbringing. It's kind of blurry still. Um, I know he was gang affiliated. I, I don't know if he was like member, but um, all of those niggas have seen the streets. If these niggas is not wearing they certain chains or is limiting their jewelry for specific reasons, these is niggas have seen the streets. You don't have anything to be afraid of. Like they're just saying, like why test the streets? Just like Ice T said. I'm not, it's not like we broke. It's not like we scared. It's just, I grew up in the streets. I know what the streets is like and why test it? It's just a smart thing to do. And that's, that's another generation gap thing. Like niggas are our parents generation. They're smart. The generation today is naive, bro. Like they don't understand like. How so? Because like, like you said, they have money and they still know, like, I don't have to flash it. I don't have to be in your face with it. A lot, oh, yeah, no, a lot of gen- no phone, no money phones Damn. to the ear. Today, everybody's flashy. Everybody's in your face. Everybody got to be big. I got to show you how much I got. I got to show you the whips. And this is funny because we talk about doing this. I like even wanted to, even if we're not putting the money up to the, the ear or we're not going to flex the bands or what we're doing. Niggas have subtle ways of killing you. Like, I'm not gonna flex bands, but I'm gonna show you this LV sweater I got on. Actually. Like, I'm I'm just gonna do this subtly. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give back to the kids in Christmas with this Dolce uh this Dolce pair of pants <laughs> on. This new uh Louis Beanie. Facts. This blender cost me five hundred. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like you, you, <laughs> you seeing people uh, I saw somebody with the. Have you seen the toaster where you can put in uh, the touchscreen toaster? Oh, yeah. rye, yeah, yeah. white, wheat. Oh, it's clean, bro. Avocado toast. Yeah. You bitch, you. Is that is that why I'm mad? Am I broke? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Cause yeah, I'm not broke. I need more money. I need more money. Facts. I want I want touchscreen toasters and Hermes blankets and all my Teslas shits. You feel me? Oh my yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we want a soft life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We want, oh, we want a soft life. That's what you're saying? <laughs> Basically, man. You know what I'm saying? That's funny. A soft life. We deserve it, though. Um, But what were we talking about? We were talking about the Democrats and Republicans. Yeah, we were. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Um, <clears throat> I don't think I have anything else to say about them. Nah, not really, man. Like I said, it's just... 
it's just so much when it comes to the, just the gang culture. Before we get out, I just just educate yourself on it. Don't speak on it if you don't know much. You know, everything that we talk about, this is just research. You know what I'm saying? Like, we understand the shit. We've seen the shit. Um, but that shit is real, you know? I mean, I don't know how many more people have to pass away. What does it take for niggas to know, like, this shit is real? You know what I'm saying? It's unfortunate for PNB. I know, like, he wasn't even affiliated, to my knowledge, on any shit. Like I said, he's not even from L.A. He just moved out there. He's not even from L.A. But still, it does not matter who you are. And I'm sorry. I understand where it happened. This don't have to be L.A. It could be anywhere. You get your chain snatched and blammed anywhere. The same, the same way they tried to take Benny's chain and they shot him yeah. in Houston. At Walmart. Yeah, bro. I forgot about that. Nigga, they don't care. You could be in Virginia, nigga. Like, it, it doesn't matter. Like, this, this, the gang shit is real. Absolutely. Um, now, it's Gears of War right now. I always call it, like, when it's super, like, lit, I be calling it Gears of War. But, like, it's, <laughs> it's Gears of War right now in L.A. Um, yeah, that's type shit where know what you're doing if you're going to be in L.A. Just be knowledgeable. Be aware of your surroundings, man. That's, that's all we can say, you know. The biggest thing that I would say because I will say you can still be a tourist and be safe, bro. Don't don't wear weird hats. Not weird hats, but just <laughs> wear neutral colors, nigga. Don't go out there. You can, don't wear baseball hats. <laughs> don't wear baseball hats. Wear green, yellow. No, they're gonna think you Avalon. <laughs> <laughs> no, please don't I, wear I'd green. I'd rather be that than blue, blue or red. I ain't gonna lie to you. All right, all right. I wouldn't do that card. Right. What, what, what white? They got it stunned in my white tee. You can wear white. Black too, right? It's nothing black. Not not that I know of. Yeah, some black. Some black. Um, Damn. You can, you, you, you can wear white. I think you can wear black. If you wear all black, you should be all right. Yeah, bro. You probably just like NWN for shit. They probably Please just... don't wear blue. Please don't wear red. Yeah. Please don't wear purple. <laughs> Please don't wear orange. Please do not wear orange, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> yo. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Don't wear orange <laughs> Please man. Please don't wear orange Please man. do not wear orange um, nah, um, Don't wear green either man Like, Please don't wear green White You wear white some Get you um, some G G Fazos You know what I'm saying Nice little white tee Call it a day Yeah like Blue jeans White shirt Yeah no, just go to J.C. Penney's and get something from there. Get a graphic tee. Yeah, get something quick. Oh my! Go to God. Target. Go to uh, Target. Yes. Get your little quick shirt. P- plain clothes, bro. Target got the best little quick shirts. I ain't gonna lie. They got quick shorts too. Yeah, bro. Target be hitting. Yeah, they, I ain't gonna they lie. They kind of expensive, but it be hitting. I'm still hood, nigga, with it. Um, the quickest best shirts are always gonna be those gas station tees. Oh uh, yeah. You get a gas station tee and some Target shorts, bro. You out or even Walmart? You out of there twelve bucks, and you. Fit it, bro. Cause like, look, let me let, let's tell them the collar don't hit the same on, on some hang shit, bro. The gas station tees, the collar just like it, yes. it, it grip, bro. Like, let me show you, man. Yes. Niggas don't even know, bro. The gas station tees, yeah, especially if you missed that two thousands era, yeah. uh, and, and we we caught the tail end. So like, I was I was uh, alive to go in and get a t shirt, but I wasn't catching it for like no clubs. I was too young for shit like that. But um, gas station tees. What we care about the most, uh, me, Kari, I know a bunch of other guys that that we kick it with. We care the most about the tightness around the neck. 
like the if the collar is tight it doesn't really even matter if the shirt is hard mm-hmm. if the collar is tight enough i can do anything with this shirt, shirt gonna hit yeah every time I, if the collar is tight i can make anything happen with this pet like with this shirt yep. um and a gas station tee does it every single time the tightest the tightest Man, collar that shit money and it really i really hate how why we can't pick that shit up at Walmart, Target? Like, why is Hanes and Fruit of the Loom supposed to be the best shit, right? It's supposed to be the best quality, tagless, all this bullshit that they like to do. Neck loose as a goose, don't get me started. Bro, like, shit don't even hit. George, man. what's the other dude to be at Walmart? George. George, yeah. George, your neck ain't tight enough, George. Nah, bro, shit don't hit, fam. Now, like, I remember during the V-neck era, y'all was killing it during the V-neck era because yeah. we didn't need the tightness around the collar. Right. You're bullshitting right now, Hanes. Grab Michael Jordan again. <laughs> <laughs> right what happened to that oh we don't see them commercials no more it'll be john morant soon okay <laughs> not john <laughs> i don't think i want to see john morant do the the, the hands underwear yeah i don't i'm not trying to see get russ get russell westbrook somebody bro yeah um what, who else can do the rough because i mean you never saw them in the underwear they was doing t-shirt commercials yeah, he, he was he was on planes and shit doing yeah all we could do we could do the we could do the kevin durant are they gonna brush his hair hell no fuck we're not doing the Kevin Durant. We can do the LeBron Haynes. LeBron. He's not doing that for the white folks these days. Yeah, LeBron been on some pro-black shit. <laughs> Maverick t-shirts. Headass. <laughs> no Dallas. Facts. But nah, bro. Um, them gas station tees, though, bro. Because we just picked up one reason. We told y'all, you know, a couple weeks ago, we went to a party that was 99, 2000s theme. Great party. So, nigga, before- Shout this, out them boys. This true story right here. You know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll, never, we'll never fake on it. So, before we- Went to the party. We stopped at the gas station and picked up some gas station teas. Absolutely, man. it was to the point where we were on our way to the party. Yes, and I was already talking to car. I was like, "No, I already know exactly where we're gonna stop. It's yep. a spot right by my crib. Yep. The gas station teas. They had it ready. We went in there, picked up some three X. <laughs> what were those five X's we picked up? Right? <laughs> no, nah, it was like three. Okay, three. X's. They had the five X. Those yeah, would have been a little too big. big. Uh, that three hit perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. It was a great time. Yeah, bro. But but shout out those tees. Shout out every gas station is still selling tees. Absolutely. Y'all keeping niggas, y'all keeping game bakers in the game. Absolutely. Gang members, like y'all really they y'all it's really y'all fault why niggas still game making, really, if we really want to get to it. And yes, you're one hundred percent right. It's those t shirts and y'all super run down gas stations that let the niggas like trap inside of there. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it be y'all that's keeping. Oh, like shout out to y'all. Y'all keeping. Y'all keeping game banging lit. Shout out y'all. Absolutely. Um, damn it. What was the name of what was the name of the gas station in in college that? that oh, the Mister Minute. The no, sir. Which one? Mister, we we could have never done anything like that in Mister Minute. What are you talking about? The the one we used to the the real hood one. Where at, bro? What side? I can't remember. It was right outside of Regency. We just keep going up the street from Regency. We get the cash back. It don't show on the card. Damn. Fuck, man. I, I can't. I do not remember that, how bro. You uh, are tripping, <laughs> man. That was the spot, man. He ain't, man. He, don't, he, ain't, he, ain't, he wasn't banging. Uh, he wasn't banging. I thought it was the Mr. Minute, my fault. The Mr. Minute was the one that was right next to the dorms. But yeah, you talking about the one that was next to the bank. The little fire trucks whatever shit over there yeah, yeah. right in the middle bro right in the middle of the town the hood store right the one the, the one go get me some guards 
Right. Them now, I wasn't never no go get me some guards, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Don't never play me like that. But um, I can't think of the name of that mm, place. Wow, trapped out. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I was trying to get to when I was saying all of this, guys. Facts. Are we still in PNB Rock? Yeah, there's one more thing I wanted to get to before we get out of here. We said this was going to be about a 40 minute segment. Absolutely. Now. You know PNB was signed to Empire Records. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of talk about Empire Records and them taking out insurance policies on their artists uh-huh. and how that needs to be investigated. So just going to name a few artists that have passed, you know, over the course of the years that were signed to Empire Records, which is an independent label. We talk about Empire all the time. XXX Tentacion, who passed away in 2018. Yep. King Vaughn passed away 2020. Mo 3. Also, 2020, Young Dolph, 2021, PNB Rock, 2022. What is there? Is there a coincidence there, in your opinion? You, uh, like, you, is it like think? is this coincidence or is there some sort of uh, some sort of correlation? Yeah, like do, do you think there's something there? Um, well, there could be, and if there is, you need to explore two different sides of this. Okay. Um, the first side that you would need to explore would be Empire possibly having something going on with these with these artists to where they die and they're able to just collect the money. Um, and, and that's all a, a plot and a scheme by, by Empire Records. Mm-hmm. That would be something you need to think about. Do you... I, do you see that happening? Empire saying, you know what, fuck it. We get a lot more money in an insurance policy, which I I did insurance. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're getting more money from the insurance policy payout than you do in these records. Bro, and that's my thing. I always been on the tip like the label will make more from the artists when they are alive. Now this is an independent label, so they really they don't they yes. don't do it the same way. Yes, absolutely. They're not eating as much as like a a more bigger record label would. But at the same time, if you look at it just over the course of X amount of years, I would think it would add up to you making more than what that insurance policy would be, you know? Yeah, and I don't know what kind of life insurance policies y'all think they're getting. And I don't know how high y'all think they are. They're not as high as you might think. And at all. Say say it was like thirty million. Say someone had a thirty million life insurance policy and, and that's even really high. That's really that's extremely high for a life insurance policy, even for somebody rich. Um you think a record label is knocking somebody off for thirty million dollars? No, 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 you know how quick Empire Record no. makes thirty million dollars? Not at all. They made thirty million yesterday. Like, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't think they're knocking them for any of that money. Oh, no, and that's now. Don't get me wrong. Insurance policies, labels—that's a real thing. Yes, absolutely. That's a real thing. Has been a real thing because it's it's just it's smart. You know the the rap rappers nigga that shit is dangerous. Being a rapper today is a dangerous occupation. We talk about this all the time. If if you're a rapper, say Kari's a rapper and I signed him to Rise and Grind Records hey. for 5 million dollars and you have four albums to complete. Right. If I know you just got out of jail from being in X amount of shootouts, 
nigga, your life is on the line. Right. If you die before you fulfill my contract, I need that. I lost money. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I need that back in this life insurance exactly. policy. Exactly. So, yes. I do understand how sometimes record labels take out life insurance policies. However, people don't understand the life insurance game. So people think that, oh, shit, they're the ones that took out the life insurance policy. So they're going to get the money. Nigga, his mother can take out a life insurance policy on him. He can take a life insurance policy out on him. His girl can take a life insurance policy out on him. It, It doesn't matter you can have multiple life insurance policies just because they got one doesn't mean his mama didn't get one exactly fam so like yeah so um kill that i was gonna say like i want i'm glad you went deep into that because yes labels do have those policies but i don't think i don't think a label would off their artists to cash out that that shit just not realistic like you said like bro if you really look at the numbers over X amount of years, over the course of a contract, whoever the artist may be, I promise you they're going to make more off of that Absolutely. contract than they would make cashing out on a fucking life insurance policy. And and what I was going to say, um, the other side that you would have to think about would be the labels. Right. Um, And by that, I mean, artists make a lot of money not signing to to major record labels and mm-hmm. signing to an independent label like Empire where you're just going to get distributing or you're just going to get publishing right. things like that. Um so there's a lot of money that that doesn't get raked in by the industry. Um to which I'm sure it sounds confusing where I'm going with this. If Young Dolph made 100 M's and I'm not saying he did, but say he made 100 M's rapping at Empire, like independently. And XXXTentacion makes 100 M's rapping independently. King Vaughn goes on to make 100 M's rapping independently. Mo3 goes on to make 100 M's rapping independently. They're showing a lot of these niggas that we don't need the major record labels. We don't need Def Jam. We don't need Atlantic. We don't need Epic. We don't need Interscope. We don't need any of these guys. Right. So eventually we would get to a point where we would really go, what the fuck are these guys here for? Mm-hmm. And if these niggas go to stealing a hundred million here, a hundred million here, a hundred million here, this is billions of dollars off of the the major record label industry. Um and that can't happen. So let's get rid of some of these rappers. No, that's definitely real, though. That that's that's the other side that that needs to be thought about. Like, I, and of course, I'm not, I'm not, we're not in those meetings with the labels, but I know that conversation is being held. It, come on now, it's like, hey, these guys are making way more money than they're making what they could make over here. What's going on? What are we not doing right? And as grim and as sad as this sounds. The second instance that I just proposed makes a lot more sense than the first one. It does. That, that's why I wanted to pose the, you're not getting that much money off of a life insurance policy. You are, but you're, you're going to get millions from people like that, yeah, but not the type of money Empire Records turns over in a year. You don't even keep these type of artists if you're, only, if, if you're killing somebody over the $30 million. And that's another thing. Life insurance policies more than likely are not a year 
type of thing. It's usually like three to five at least. A term policy, you need 10 years on that shit at least. <laughs> That's like, what I'm saying. I bro. mean, and of course you can cash in if they die, things right, like right. that. There's, but yeah, there's, there's loopholes. I term guess policies are not that high. Yeah. And I I hope y'all know that. Fuck, I, that's what I was gonna say. There we go. Um, it's a good thing if rappers' uh, labels have life insurance policies on them. It's a bad thing if labels have life insurance policies on their rappers, mm-hmm. and rappers don't know what a life insurance policy is and don't have them out on themselves. Mm-hmm. That's that's where we get bad. Fuck. Um. But yeah, I'm sorry. I just had to. I had to get back to that. But on on the flip side, that's that's where it gets scary. Yeah, for sure. It's a thing. But in these situations, I know it's, it's weird. Don't get me wrong. I agree. It's it's fucking weird that Empire just has had like five, six artists, yes, pass away um, over the course of like four years. That shit is weird as fuck. But at the same time, I'm just like, bro. A lot of shit just come down to just street shit. I was gonna say the third option <laughs> is these niggas are heavy in these streets. Just street shit, bro. And some of these niggas, you know, never mind, never mind, <laughs> never mind, never mind. Hell no. Nah. It's heavy on drugs. Yeah, man. So, like, I mean, if I understand the life insurance policy part. Niggas got enemies, bro. And, and yeah, on the op side, like, in, in the unfortunate events of death, these niggas are in the streets. Mm-hmm. Now, if all of this shit goes down in a Nipsey Hustle type situation, I have a lot more questions. I got a lot more questions for that because mm-hmm. here we're looking at. We're looking at hating ass niggas. We might be looking at a setup. We might be looking at a hit. We might be looking at a whole type, like a whole bunch of different types of things when you get down to the politics of it. But um, it could it could be different with Empire Records. It could be different with these major labels. Yeah, I think I think it's just a, a whole label in general. I know we're singling out Empire in this case, but this is really something that goes on with every label that you can name, guys. Like I said, they take out insurance policies for business reasons. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Like we said, your own family should. And and you as a rapper, if you are really, you know, moving around in a, in a different way, you should take out a policy for yourself as well. It's just a smart thing to do. And on the other side, they also take out artists for business reasons. Exactly, bro. <laughs> Sorry. Like, it's a business. Sorry, I hate to break it to you. Yeah, man. That shit happens, man. But, you know, if you if you don't know, now you know. Pretty much. Yeah, and, and I'm not going to go into the depths of why that would happen, this, this, that. Now, we already did as much as we could. Go go look at a YouTube video or some shit. Like, I don't, I'm, I'm not that. <laughs> when we go into exclusive content, like, unless the Illuminati starts paying for it for us. But, uh, <laughs> we're not, I'm not going to go too into detail with it. <laughs> You look that shit up on YouTube and I get me fucking murdered. <laughs> um, let's move on, man. Speaking of of yay, um, I said yay. Fuck, yay. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of people that are not going to be pushed over, moved by these labels, uh, by these big corporate companies, whatever it is. Um, I can't believe I said yay before we got into it. <laughs> yay, guys. Um, he said he plans to go it alone. He's leaving Gap, he said, at the end of his uh, his run with them, which his contract will end in 2030. And he said he'll be leaving Adidas at the end of his contract with them in 2026. And he'll be pushing his product 
on his own at that point. Yeah, he basically he called them. This is quote: "They my baby mamas. I guess we're just going to have to co-parent those three fifties." Talking about his uh, his shoes. I kind of like that that the baby mama reference. Yeah, he's such a rapper with the shits. Yeah, um, some, some uh, <clears throat> Chicago shit. Yeah, he's basically saying me and Adidas for the rest of our our relationship are gonna have a strained one. Yeah. So we're gonna have to take care of this shit from afar. I'm not I'm not fucking with y'all. Yeah, parenting. We will co-parent these these three fifties. Stepdad type shit. You feel me? Yeah, and that's and crazy. That sucks because, I mean, nothing nothing's forever. Everything comes to an end at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought up until maybe the last year or so when we started to realize that, yeah, he wasn't wearing his Adidas gear, things like that, mm-hmm. that everything was going smooth, and that this was one of the best collaborations we had seen. In a long time, like this, the the Yeezy Adidas thing, that's really changed fashion. No, nah, facts. That shit has boomed. It is. Com- I will say it has completely changed fashion. People dress completely different. I mean, when Kanye came in the game, and they were like, "He's making slave clothes." <laughs> I would never wear this. Now we're to the point where even people that hate Kanye's clothes. Shit, I'll get a pair of slides. Yeah. I'll get a pair of Yeezys. Now I hate the blah, 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 but Facts. I'll get that. Facts. There's there's something for everybody to the point where he's completely transformed fashion. Yeah. And Adidas had a lot to play in that. And, and this is this sucks to see end. I mean, I know we don't we don't have the end of it right now. That'll be in four years, but wow. Yeah, just even the thought of it, because that's some shit, like you said, because of the impact that it's had. And the amount of time it took, that that shit took minimum amount of time. That shit happened fast. The Yeezy effect happened fast as fuck, bro. Like, in maybe like two years, like. With Adidas. With Adi- Adidas, yeah, yes. Adidas took off and became the number one brand. You know, Kanye became a billionaire off this shit. To the point where I would, we would have, or I would have literal arguments with some of the guys on like. No, this is bigger than Nike right now. Like, yeah. and it's as far as impact, it's undeniable right now. Um, maybe it's cooling off a little bit, but um, Adidas in the last five years, mm-hmm. I'll say, has completely outdone Nike as it pertains to shifting the fashion culture. Yeah, for sure. Now, of course, you talk about revenue. Of course, Nike probably may always win that battle. Hell yeah, of course. But. We talk about impact. You're talking about fashion, shifting the culture, shifting the culture. You're talking about even even getting athletes. I know Nike has those. They have the biggest. Come on now, they have Braun. I get it, but Adidas don't sleep. Like they got sleepers. You know what I'm saying? But outside of that, we talking about Kanye. They got Beyonce and Kanye, bro. Like what the fuck? What what else? <laughs> we, what else say, do we, we really need here? Y'all y'all can have sports. That's basically what they told Nike. Y'all can have sports. We have Kanye. And fucking Beyonce. Let them niggas get a bad bunny shoe. You, you guys are oh, fucked. It's a wrap. <laughs> it would be a wrap. Nigga, they are oh, fucked. Oh my God. Whoever bad bunny said, he can sign with Reebok. You're oh, fucked. Oh my God. You're fucked. Damn. And we're getting into him on Monday yeah. because this nigga's going. Oh, it'll be a good thing to get into him on Monday because if he goes number one again. Yeah, bro. It's just going to be fucking crazy. What in the fuck, <laughs> man? Like, 
18 weeks at this point they're like oh, we've been sitting here for the last Shit. 18 weeks wondering why rap hasn't been doing good why are these niggas not selling why are these niggas not selling everybody's why. buying Bad Bunny's fucking album and I ain't even hating this, nah, me neither, this bro. nigga's burning the charts that nigga's amazing fam charts burning like herpes nigga oh shit this nigga has herpes Jeez. the Billboard Hot 100 and the Billboard <laughs> Top 200 that's wild bro this nigga has gonorrhea all over okay. the fucking Billboard Top 200 For real? burning <laughs> in, ooh, never mind sheesh that's Wow, I got. I went a little too far away. <laughs> I'm like fuck. Huh? Do we have anything else on Kanye? I mean, shit. That's do you? He did drop a song with Future called <laughs> "Keep It." Bur- <laughs> shit. Yeah. I'm on Future Tape, ain't it? Keep it burning. Yeah, no, I, I forgot. Yeah, man. <clears throat> but we don't have to stay on that. Let's move on. We've got more. Uh, got more deal news. We've got more shoe deal news. Yep. Steph Curry is to sign a lifetime contract with Under Armour. Uh, that's that's what's being told. Uh, it's saying. Let's see. Well, even though in the picture, are those Under Armors? Yeah, those sure are. Stephen Curry is reportedly slated to sign a lifetime endorsement deal with Under Armour worth over $1 billion. The Warriors superstar current deal with the sportswear giants runs until 2024. According to new reports, the new lucrative deal with Under Armour will only add to Curry's on-court earnings as he's beginning his new four-year $215.4 million uh, yeah, contract with, with the Warriors. God damn, bro. Curry really running it up. Um Curry's a bill, gonna be a billionaire, like you know. LeBron is hitting that, of course. You know Jordan. We talk about things like that, but Curry is hitting this shit within like eight years. For I was gonna eight say to nine, like less than ten years or some shit. Now he's been in the league ten years. Yeah, but, but, like, but that blow up, that that stardom like, point, like eight years. Yeah, we're thinking about LeBron. LeBron's been a star since the moment he got in the league. Right. That was two thousand and three. Right. It took him until 2021 or or 2022. Was it this year? I think it was yeah, this year. To yeah. become a billionaire. Mm-hmm. Kobe was a star from the moment he got in the league. He didn't reach the billionaire spot. All right. Michael only reached it because of his brand. I'm about to say because of the Jordan brand. <laughs> right. This nigga has been lit in this shit for maybe a, a decade or like less. Eight, eight nine years. I would like say, yeah. Because I think, I can't remember the exact year Curry was drafted. I think it was 12. Was well, it? No, it, it was, was like no, it was like nine. I was it gonna was say 09. it was oh nine or ten, but he started going crazy he around go, twenty thirteen. Yeah, he didn't go crazy until twelve thirteen. That's what I was really getting at. So yeah, like eight nine years. You know what I'm saying? And he's already become or on his way to being a fucking billionaire. That's insane. But I get it. Like Curry, we want to talk about influence. Curry has changed the game of basketball forever. Oh yeah, he deserves he deserves all of this. Um. Whether it's the the money in the league or the money with the lifetime deal with Under Armour, this man talk about shifting the culture. He has completely changed the game. I wouldn't. This sounds crazy. I don't even know if I would enjoy the game of basketball being played the, the way era, it's yeah. played I in swear, the Curry era. I swear. We came from the very last of that dog era, like yeah, bro. LeBron, Kobe. Yep. Um. AI, AI, T Mac, Shaq, Shaq, um, Tim Duncan, Dirk, like nigga, the list goes on. Like Kevin Durant, niggas like Russ, that. Uh, KG, I, that's what I was really trying to say. Like Kevin dogs. Garnett, dogs. Yeah, um, yeah. the Wallaces, Rasheed, Rasheed, Ben, ben. <laughs> Rip, 
We was just talking about that dirk. Yeah, bro, we came from a, a different area. The the niggas that yeah, I'm pulling up from three, but my big man and my threes, my four, we still dog ass nah, niggas. Yeah, it, it was it was pound for pound. Yeah, it's we we are dog ass niggas, and for we real. are we bodying you now. Of course, in this game. I'm not taking anything away from anybody. It's still a hell of a game. Mm-hmm. This is just more of a shooter's game now. Yeah. Um, we're gonna sh- we're gonna shoot from the perimeter. Even your even your four and your five, they got to be nice with the threes these days. You yeah. have to be able to shoot threes. Yeah, bro, you got to be a stretch four or five these days, which is kind of lame to me because I like I I loved Shaq. I was just about to say I love Shaq and Boogie is like the last of of that type of nigga these days, like. And even he has a, a a hybrid type of feel. Yeah, he still shoot. Yeah, but that aggression, that pure body to paint. It's gone, bro. That Kevin Garnett, that Shaq, that Ben Wallace, that Rasheed. Rasheed shot too, though. Um, mm-hmm. But Timmy D, though, he was in the paint. Timmy, I'm trying to think of, of anybody I might be forgetting. Even in them later days... Um, yeah, nah. Like I, mean, I can't really think of nobody else right now, but but the game has changed and it's definitely because of Steph Curry. Like you said, like a lot of people are just shooters now and niggas not aggressive, but which is fine, bro. The game is meant to be changed because even before the era that we're talking about, uh the Jordan, the Larry, the Magic, all of those eras were different too. You know, yeah, it was so, a plumber era. So like every every <laughs> era <laughs> every era changes, bro, but uh, but just shout out to Steph Curry, man, like becoming a billionaire, getting a lifetime deal like that shit is unheard of. Of course, we know Braun did it with Nike, but Curry really took a chance. You know, Nike didn't believe in Steph Curry. No, not at all. You know, so Curry was with Nike in 2012, 2013. He was wearing Nikes. And when his contract was up, he got that bag from Under Armour. Under Armour, you know, was like, hey, we'll make you the cover athlete nike was just gonna have him still like as a low-key you know type of nigga nike wouldn't let him put his verses from the bible on his just bullshit. i think i think that was what he said back then was what his key was when he yeah. left he was like through all uh i can do all i things. can do all things through christ who strengthens me yep. he was like yo um under armor let me put that on the shoe, on the shoe. that's yep. why i left and another thing and i it was a bag too though i ain't gonna lie it was absolutely. it was the bag that absolutely it, <laughs> we're gonna make you the star but also i think and i i may i hope i'm not mixing um athletes up i think nike fucked up on their presentation as well i think they like didn't have the the right name and i may be confusing him with somebody else but some nike done fucked up on some presentations before just on some bullshit like this is steph curry i know he didn't have no rings at that time but you knew Curry was no, on that's, his that's way. Stephen back then. Bro, that's you, just Stephen Curry. Just, just Stephen. But you knew he was on his fucking way. Stephen Curry from Davidson. That's that little nigga nah, from Davidson. Yeah, that's Wardell. <laughs> the second, nigga. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. That's Wardell the second. <laughs> like, what, nigga? Hey, but you nah, mean? Um, bro, I know I know it's hard to really tell that. But, like, I'm just like, bro, Curry was going crazy back then. And for Nike, you know, to miss. I don't know. It's just unfortunate. But he went to Under Armour. Has a lifetime deal, bro. That's as a black man, we we don't get that. You know, before Braun, nobody else had that. So just shout out to them, man. They setting the standard, changing the game, changing the culture. Of course, you know, we grew up in a different era, but kids these days, if y'all want to shoot, bro, shoot that bitch. Let that bitch fly. That's fine. I ain't mad at you. No, they all shoot Corey. Bro, like, everybody shoots. 
everybody's a shooter now. I'm not everybody. gonna lie. Growing up, I was a shooter, but like, and, but even now, I, I I get sick of this era. Everybody can't shoot the ball. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. Some people are meant to be in the paint, or some people are meant to only play defense or rebound or whatever the case. You're meant be. to be that strong three. You you're not a shooter, fam. Like shooting the ball is an art. Yeah, you like you can't shoot. You can't shoot. And you know? the thing about it is. Some of you niggas is killer from mid range. Mm-hmm. Some of you niggas is great from mid range. You're not a three point shooter. That's a lost art, brother. You know that. Yeah, like mid range is a lost art today, man. But the thing about it is, growing up in that 2008 to 14 ish era, we valued the hell out of a mid range jumper. Yeah, like I took two. <sighs> It's just like, no, we valued even players. We yeah. we had an entire argument yesterday mm-hmm. with the fellas about who the top five mid-range shooters are because it mattered that much to us. I don't think that like the younger niggas nowadays are like, give me your top five mid-range shooters. They don't take mid-range shots. <laughs> they yeah. do, but like. They shoot threes, but they shoot threes from nigga half court because, you know, Curry got limitless range, bro. So like. But everybody's not Steph Curry. Like everybody's you, not Dame Lillard either. Like you said, like them niggas are just generational type players. They're fucking wizards and sorcerers <laughs> with the like, ball, nigga. Like fam, like we can't. Them niggas are shooting from half court and hitting nothing but net. Like we can't do that. Um, but yeah, like you said, I, I know, bro. Like yeah, we, we would shoot threes as far as you know when we was hooping as well. But it was it was just different. Like that wasn't like our sole thing. Like these days, that's all they do. They don't. They can't do shit else. They don't play defense. They can't do nothing, bro. They just shoot. I mean, the NBA, I mean, they never really played defense. Now, but the little niggas, yeah, they're not doing that nowadays. We were definitely playing defense. Locking your ass up, man. Uh, are we ready to move on from, from Steph? Yes, sir. <clears throat> All right. Fat Joe. Fat Joe's been doing an Instagram live show since the pandemic. Mm-hmm. When we locked down, a lot of different niggas decided, all right, this is when we're going to pull our at-home business skills out. Right. And since then, we've seen the bottles behind Fat Joe. We've seen several different celebrities lock in, do interviews with him while it's been going on. Um, but now, Diddy's Revolt, which is, of course, a TV station, uh, a film station, and LeBron's Springfield. Um, I think that's LeBron and Maverick Carter's mm-hmm. Springfield. Right, yeah. They're collabing to start a star's uh, interview show starring Fat Joe. Amazing. Spring Hill. Did you say Spring Hill? Spring Hill. I said Springfield. That's my apology. Yeah. Spring Hill. Spring Hill. But yeah, man, like you said, during the pandemic, you know, he launched like this little, it was kind of like an interview base. Yeah, you know the way Lil Wayne does his podcast. Yeah. It's just like that, except on Instagram Live. On Instagram Live, yeah. So it was just amazing that, you know, something that just started from, I'm sure, bro, during the pandemic, you know, niggas was just trying shit. Even um, even versus, you know, we I, talk about that. I was like, just going to say that. Niggas was just trying shit. So I, some of it works. I know at that point, though, he never would have thought that shit could really be, you know, something that could catch a poly from stars. But that the moment that yesterday's price is not today's price. Yeah. Yesterday's <laughs> price is not today's price. Right. When that happened, I said, oh, OK, mm-hmm. I see what's going on here. This is the Fat Joe resurgence. Fat Joe hasn't been this big since the the post pun lean back mm-hmm. the the early two thousands era. But like I said, I mean everybody everybody gets their resurgence. Um, 
and this is Fat Joe's. I'm glad to see this. I was a, I was a huge fan of Fat Joe's back in the day. Terror Squad, Remy Ma, the, the entire clique. Come on now. We didn't talk about that before, how, how hard it was to beat that nigga on Def Jam 5 in New York. Oh, my gosh. He had hardest. big... Yeah, he had those deals. Fuck. Um, that nigga was the hardest character, bro. Do you remember how crazy... And now I'm not... I, I don't want to compare it to things like that because it'll never get bigger than 50. Do you know how crazy Lean Back by Fat Joe tore the streets up, nigga? <laughs> I was a kid and I felt that shit. Facts, nigga. I was leaning back, family. Nigga, we was leaning back for months. Yeah. I'm not 100%. I know that shit was number one, at least yeah. on the hip-hop charts. It, it had to be, fam. What the fuck? It had to be. Was Remy Ma on that song or was it a different yeah, one? Yeah, she was on that, okay, I believe. Yeah, that's the 740 Fizz line. See, my niggas don't dance. We just pull yeah, up yeah, a pin, sing, do the rock away. <laughs> now lean back. <laughs> yeah. Now lean back. That's a bop. But yeah, they the reason why I wanted that that Beamer. The 745 and the 750, like, nigga, they, in a video, I remember they stunning them hoes, so... Yeah, bro, his his impact on the culture back then was definitely I could felt. see everybody on that block back then. Just leaning back. Man, yeah, that was Kevin Hart was in that video. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. That was that was some early like <laughs> that, that was, was like some, his first appearance type shit. That was some flavor TV shit. Mm-hmm. Shout amazing. out, shout out, uh, Skip Cheatham, head yeah. ass. <laughs> shout out the city, man. No cap. Um, <clears throat> but I don't know if I have too much more on this. But shout out, shout out Diddy. Um, we wanted to talk about Revolt for a second. Yeah, because uh. A lot of people did not know Revolt TV was owned by Sean Combs, a.k.a. Puff Daddy, a.k.a. Uh, Puffy, a.k.a. P. Diddy, a.k.a. Diddy, a.k.a. Love. Yeah, Love Records, nigga. Uh, yeah, that, <laughs> I, I, I mean, maybe people just not tapped in or maybe just not paying attention. But yeah, Diddy has had Revolt. Like, I don't know how long it's been, but like Revolt has been huge for a long time now, but... Um, I love it, bro. The the collaboration is is amazing. You know, I'm glad that Diddy is reaching out and just allowing people to have a platform. You know, because Diddy has built Revolt is huge, bro. Absolutely, they have their own fucking channel on cable TV. You know, so like it's amazing what you can do with that. So I'm glad that Diddy has been reaching out and giving people opportunities. They had State of the Culture that was Remy Mine and Joe and um I forgot the name Jinx. Jinx was on there. Um, the Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God, Dijela. Uh, I said Dijela. <laughs> you sound like I'm about to say, damn, don't let me get on my Webby shit. <laughs> you sound like Webby. DJ MV, Angela Lee, and Sha- Charlemagne. <laughs> the God. <laughs> the God. <laughs> damn, Webby. We need that. That's another drop we need on this bitch. The God. The, the God. Okay, bitch. Um, and yeah, they got Carisha, please. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. He blew Carisha, please the fuck up. Not like, of, of course, she would, if she dropped a podcast, she would have blown up anyway. Right. Um, he put it on the highest platform it could have been. Uh, could have been on. That's that's what you do for your girl. Yeah, man. That's why I say Diddy is reaching out, giving people opportunities. I love it. Like Diddy, you know, Diddy's another person who's on his way to reaching that B status. So he's gotten to a point where it's just like, bro, I've I've done so much. I've, I've accomplished so much in my life. Now it's time for me to just give back. And so that's what he's doing, like you mentioned with Carisha. I'm glad he's able to do that shit with Fat Joe. I'm actually looking forward to that. Because whether it be still interview-based or podcast, whatever. Oh, they said it's going to be interview-based. Okay. Well, whatever the case may be, I'm just looking forward to that, bro. I just, I think that would be cool. Because Fat Joe, like we said, is a person that, he's a part of the culture, bro. A lot of people, you know, you may not know that because he's not somebody that's constantly still dropping music right now. 
But like we said, lean back and just even more songs like way more than lean Fat back. Fat Joe was really like that, fam. You know, coming out of New York in those early two thousands. Fat like, Joe's was a real nigga. street nigga, number one. Yeah, yeah, and, and Fat Joe, I'm not gonna say he just straight up took took over where Pun left off, nothing mm-hmm. like that. But um, because you know, Pun was going insane, they just right. wanted this one of the best rappers ever. Um, but he held it down for him. Facts, bro, and he was um, you know, that was back when. You, you could get nigga off. Fat Joe was able to get nigga off. He still gets nigga off. He's he's how come Fat Joe get that pass? Because he's Puerto Rican. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess uh, he just ain't a, a dark skinned Puerto Rican. Yeah, no, okay. that's 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 why that's he's fun. That's why pun. Yeah, they was yeah, Puerto Rican. Pun was getting that shit off too. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh but yeah, it's Puerto Rican. Absolutely. Um, are we ready to move on from this? Yeah. We were just talking about stars, TV, movies. Yeah, man. The Emmys. The uh, This was the nighttime Emmy Awards, mm-hmm. not the daytime Emmys. Not to be confused, because I think the daytime Emmys was a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, this was huge, man. Huge win for the culture. Yeah. So, or a huge, a huge win for Gen Z, huge win for the millennials. <laughs> um, if you're a fan of Euphoria, which me and Kari over the last season, we both grew to be fans of Euphoria, I yeah. believe. Yeah. Um the show is just amazing. It's it's head up by Zendaya. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, I was just like you said, bro, like because uh, I really slept on the first season, I'm just be honest. I went back and watched it before the second season dropped. But, but I had already seen a couple. But that second season, holy shit, fam. Like when I tapped into the second season, I was like, oh shit, like I've been missing out. That's one of those shows. For 60 minutes straight, they're keeping you on your fucking toes. You're waiting on the next week to come out. I don't care if you was watching it with your girl. Mm-hmm. You was watching it with a, a chick you liked, a homegirl, a friend. Yo, that that new Euphoria is out. We about to watch it? Like, Was I, it Sundays? I think it was Sundays, yeah. Sundays, every Sunday when that shit was coming on. My favorite shows come on Sundays. Like, yeah. The Powers come on Sundays, Game of Thrones, that new House of Dragons out. That shit going crazy. Um you seen, yeah. you seen that tweet that was like what what's the real name of the show house house of the dragon house of the dragon yeah i, I believe either house of dragons or house of the dragon they was like you know niggas we always put our own spin on words we always add extra words or don't say like the actual full title like house house of dragon and maybe it's called house the house of the dragon oh gosh but now niggas, i'm looking at it <laughs> niggas just say house of dragon yeah i'm watching that. i think it's either house of dragon or house of the dragon but okay. but um just, just, just give me a second, just, man. Just to find it, for House sure. House of the Dragon. House yeah. of the Dragon. I was right. House okay. of the Dragon for sure. Uh, but no, man. So just back to Zendaya. So she made history. She became the first Black woman to win lead actress in a drama series twice at the Emmys because she won last year. Yeah, she won last year. I remember that because that shit was big when she won that. Um, but to win it again, man. But it's that's just amazing. She deserves it though. We were talking in pre-production about season two. Just. It's incredible, bro, bro. She went insane on Euphoria right <laughs> like now. She, she played if, the fuck out of that shit. If you don't know, spoiler alert: she plays a recurring drug addict. Right. Um. She she pretty much she does whatever she can get her hands on at the moment. Yep. And there were some certain scenes in season two. Um. More particularly, I talked about one where her mother kind of set her up on the phone with her girlfriend. Um. And lined her up basically to let her know she was still using drugs mm-hmm. um 
and her best friend was there as well. Was the what was the other scene that you were talking about? Uh, there was one. She was like, she went to her plug, her drug dealer, and yes, I guess she ran out of the normal supply that she usually gets. I really can't remember, but she ended up taking like morphine or some shit. I think, but she was high as fuck on the episode. So she basically like the, it was heroin. Heroin. Okay, the whole episode was her like experiencing the effects for the first of time. it though. That, yeah, and bro, when I say she played the fuck out of that scene i was like that shit was it deserves the emmy bro i remember like watching that scene and just like holy shit the way she's doing this is killer to think that this is somebody that came from like a disney television show show, and you might think that she ain't got it like that no don't ever underestimate zendaya yeah man she's killing it another area we wanted to look at outside of zendaya Abbott Elementary deserves 150,000 rounds of applause <laughs> for everything they got going on over there. Absolutely, man. Um they picked up they picked up a couple of different awards mm-hmm. at the Emmys. Um but the one that we were talking about the most uh, I think had to do with Shirley Ralph. Yeah. Um she had won I believe a supporting actress role. Yeah, let me look up <clears> for you. And her entire winning speech when she did pick that up it was basically about, uh, yeah, if you go up and check the news, it's probably up there. Um, her basic, like, her speech was basically just about following your dreams, mm-hmm. how long it took her to get to the spot that she's at today. And it's it's funny because it's something that we say here on the pod all the time. The only thing that's kept her in this is, you know, keep going. Right, bro. You just keep going. Yeah, she sung a whole song. It was amazing. Yeah, bro, that shit, she crying. Like, I felt it. Me watching that the, that scene, that clip, um, you felt it, bro. You just felt the energy. Like I said, she she didn't she wasn't expecting to win. That's the, you always get the best speeches from someone who real life doesn't think they're gonna win the award because it's on the spot. You could tell as she was walking up to the stage, she was thinking about, oh shit, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna say? <laughs> How's it gonna saying? go? So like, she really just came with that shit on the spot, but she killed that man. She killed it, but. Um, you are correct that the the award was for um, outstanding supporting actress, right. you know, in the comedy Abbott Elementary. Um, but yeah, that that show is amazing. Have you tapped into that? Hell yeah! I, I just need to finish I the haven't. entire first season because they're in the second now. Mm-hmm. Kari, I haven't, bro. Kari, I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. Well, you don't you know, watch anything say, you know that I tell you to watch am, anything. Yeah, you know how um, bad I am with this shit. But this isn't something that you have to keep up with. If you were to just tune in one day, like cause you got Hulu. Yeah. If if you're able to just click on one day and just tap into mm-hmm. an episode of Abbott Elementary, it's I'm trying to think of something. They have It's like the office. I was gonna say they it's have like the, the office. office type of humor. Yeah, yeah. I've seen I've seen a few episodes. That's why I know like as far as the camera angles and you know how um how Tyler James the way they looks. swing the cameras and shit like the yeah. office. And how he looks at the camera directly in certain scenes. So yeah, it's definitely just like the office. But I just I haven't tapped in but I've seen The Office a thousand times, so I can definitely just... That's something that you could just watch, there's, you know. There's confessionals in between. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It's it's great, though. Like, And, and it's hilarious. I don't know if you're going to find it as funny as The Office, but uh, because I, I know people... People rank The Office as one of the greatest television shows of all time. Yeah, it's like that, bro. Um, like I've seen people like rank it in like the top 20, top 30 of like all time. Yeah, it's like that for sure. But... um. Yeah, this is this is worth the watch, and they're scoring this many Emmys this early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's gonna be one of those shows that this isn't going off anytime soon. 
Yeah, man. And then, you know, the the actual creator, uh, Quinta Brunson, that, a lot of people, that's the one Love from, her, man. from the Vine. We're like, oh, he got he got money. I'm going to get a date with her, too. <laughs> get a date with Quinta Brunson. He got money. You know what I'm saying? I, I got money, Quinta. Yeah, man. R- reach out. Real talk. But no, nah, that's just amazing, bro. I'm, I'm glad to see a black show win Emmys and get the recognition that we deserve. Because, like I said, I've seen a few episodes. I've seen clips. That shit is funny. I've seen it. And y'all sure as hell won't give it to 50, even though he deserved it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. Seasons one through four of Power deserved it. Now, like, he went six seasons, and the last two, they kind of went lackluster. Mm-hmm. The first four seasons, I've seen Game of Thrones. I've seen The Wire. I've seen The Sopranos. What we would, what also would be considered like the top four or five greatest shows of all time right power deserves some emmys it deserved those let me ask you ever watch breaking bad i did i didn't watch it all the way through but uh in, in the time that i watched it i can understand breaking bad is one of those as well we want to talk about top shows ever all time i see breaking people bad. no i like i really like I've, I've gone through like blogs on the internet and i've seen critics rank the number one show of all time that you're always going to see is The Sopranos. Yeah. They're going to give you The Sopranos. Uh, more than likely, number two, they're going to give you The Wire. Um, They'd be having Seinfeld on there? Seinfeld is somewhere in the top 15. You're going to get Game of Thrones, like I said. Um, wh- what was the one that Breaking you just Bad. said? Breaking Bad is going to be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's a few different ones that are in the the wonder years um 70s cheer, show cheers cheers no, no they don't put the 70s show no. in there no but okay. yeah like those like cheers the cosby's yeah those, sure. they put those in like the all times yeah. but uh yeah i'd actually that's that's another exclusive content thing yeah. that we'll, we'll tap into later for sure because even uh prison break that's another one for me that's in the top the top 50 that they usually for, put those yeah, in for there for me it's prison break is up there for sure uh, but no, nah, bro. Just once again, shout out to Abbott Elementary. Didn't, didn't that guy like kill himself? Like, no, no, no. Okay, he's um, he just came out as you know, he like no, was yeah. I just homosexual. I, I thought that somebody from that. No, he didn't not, kill himself. No, nah, not prison break. No, no, not that I know of. Are you sure? Yeah, I don't think so. All right, we can move on. I'm gonna make sure the prison break guy's still alive. Uh, <laughs> Michael Schofield, man, I don't think he, I don't think he killed himself, bro. Okay, well, if not, we can go into these crazy Illinois laws. Let's do it. All right. Now, Michael Schofield. Um, That's his name on the show. Uh, yeah, Wentworth Earl Miller the third. Yeah, Wentworth Miller. Yeah, no, he's... This nigga's 50? Damn. Okay. Nigga, All right. Nigga Asian. Well, he black, though. So that's why. He he mixed with black. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But it's usually when they're mixed, they age even worse. <laughs> but <laughs> how is it that like, if you're halfway, you age worse than a fully white person? Because like, if you got... If you got that white in you and you take to your white side, even if you got that black in you, it don't matter. But it's like the black like mixes and makes for an even worse combination of just being white. It's, that's why that's why white people never wanted us mixed. Yeah, bro, it ain't enough melanin. They might have known. It ain't enough melanin. They're like, look, when we get 80, we ain't, this this <laughs> might not look the way we want it, all right? I'm trying to teach you niggas now. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's too late. Stay over there. You stay over there, Before all right? it's too late, man. Damn, go back to your dorms. Right. Um... <clears throat> All right, let's get into this this Illinois law because this is fucking insane, Corey. Or is it? 
this is already a political like push pull left right democrats and republicans type of situation right propaganda all right agendas you know how that shit go man yeah i've been trying to get back to this already but uh here we go all right on january 20 i'm sorry january 1st 2023 illinois will take its place in history when they become the first state to test out all right see now i already don't like this because they're calling it the purge as i'm reading it all right so illinois has a new law um in which they'll be eliminating cash bail yeah it's called the safe t act right so um the cash bail uh elimination that's an incredible thing um there are plenty of people like like we were we were watching a video before that say you got arrested for some petty crime and you were never convicted of the crime and you've been waiting eight years, nine years, 10 years for a trial. And the only reason why you're sitting in jail is just because you couldn't make bail. Mm -hmm. A cash bail is a a system where, of course, the bail has to be paid cash. That's self-explanatory. But in an instance where if someone doesn't have a cash bail, they have a regular bail and it's set at $10,000, they're able to post that 10%, pay $1,000 and get out. If you have a cash bail, you have to post the entire amount or you can't go. So if someone has a $10,000 bail, you'll sit until you can raise the entire $10,000. If that takes a year until your mm-hmm. trial, or two years until your trial or however long, you'll sit until it's whatever. I, I listened to the lady say that she knew of people that were in there as long as 11 years mm-hmm. uh, waiting on a trial they had never been convicted for. Yeah, she was a public defender. We watched a video of a public defender um, out of Cook County, which is in Illinois, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she was just explaining how basically, you know, everything that she mentioned, how this is really kind of like a, a propaganda where they're trying to they're really trying to deflect what's really going on. Right. You want me to introduce the next part? Yeah. All right. So along with the removal of the cash bail system, um, <clears throat> 12 non-detainable offenses will will be coming. So new offenses. I'm sorry. Offenses that were that were detainable and arrestable for them to be able to hold you until your trial. Mm-hmm. They will now be non-detainable. Those offenses include things like second degree murder, aggravated battery, arson, Drug-induced homicide, kidnapping, burglary, robbery, intimidation, aggravated DUI, aggravated fleeing uh, and eluding drug offenses, and threatening a public official. That's a lot. I mean, like, what? Nah, I don't. I don't even know where to start. Um, how do we feel about this being called a purge law? Uh, I I think calling it a purge law is excessive that's a little extreme <laughs> this, is, say, this like, is not the purge um but i know why they're doing it i know why they're naming it that because that is meant to give that effect um what what uh okay when you say it it's meant to give that effect okay yeah um but it's not really this is not really a purge law what would happen uh, and it was explained these people will be arrested but um, they'll be able to make a regular bail, right. get out, and then they'll be able to wait their trial. Um, I, and that's kind of how it should go, mm, depending on the crime, I guess. Yeah, now that's like you don't want murderers just getting booked and then getting out. And that's how it's gonna go. What murder in the second degree? Or in the second degree, which 
They're going to get booked. like self-defense, I guess. Is that kind of how they do second degree? I don't really know. I'm not sure. But in an instance like this, it's just not going to go the way people think as a nah. purge. Yeah, if if you get arrested for second degree murder, they're going to set the niggas bail at like $350,000. Now you got to post thirty five to get out. Yeah. And like, niggas don't got 35. And you're not getting a 35. <laughs> they're going to sit you until the damn trial. Yeah, yeah. And there's still those things where you can still be sat on no bail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Depending on the crime, that's what I'm saying. Like I, That's why I say, bro, it's kind of just like a, a propaganda thing where let's call it the purge. Let's scare. You know what I'm saying? Scare tactics, I guess, is what you want to call it. But um, if you do some dumb ass shit, you're still going to go to jail. You're still going to get arrested. Like, you can't just think you're just going to, you know, cause some harm or uh, put people in danger, take somebody's life, and you're not going to go to jail. Like, that's not what this is. And also to what you just said about it being propaganda, running an agenda, they're using a lot of these offenses as promotion to the media outlets. Mm -hmm. So you can see, oh, my gosh, arson, aggravated battery. Induced uh, drug induced homicide, second degree murder, burglary, robbery. You'll you're just gonna let this stuff run on the streets to where people vote against it. This goes to city hall. They turn this around, but they want you to do that because they really don't give a fuck about that. They don't want the cash bail system reversed for black people. They they don't want black people getting out on ca- like without cash bail. They want to be able to hold niggas as long as they can so they pay the entire amount because they know niggas don't have the entire amount. So let me ask you, is it is it they're wanting you to actually vote for this one? Like like let's let's put this one in your face, tell you all about this one, uh make it, you know, negative or not appealing. Just say if it's like on a ballot, you know what I'm saying? Um, let's dress this one up as negative, whatever the case may be, so you could vote for this one over here for this choice on the ballot. Is that what this is? No, I'm um this the release of the cash bail, like it's it's the same thing. So if you vote for the cash bail system mm-hmm. to be released or or that's what that's what's being proposed that on January the twenty I mean, on January first, twenty twenty three, Illinois will take place and, and do that law. Um they're wanting people to enact against it. Because gotcha. okay. No matter what, those two things come together. The cash bail and mm-hmm. the twelve offenses. So if if you let the cash bail go, you're letting these twelve offenses go too. Yeah. So if we put the cash bail, like we keep the cash bail, we're gonna keep these types of things off of the street type gotcha. shit. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. When really I Cops are gonna do what they're gonna do anyway. Exactly. So I, I really, <laughs> I really hope y'all don't look at this and and vote towards that that in Illinois. But and this is I don't Ch- live in Illinois. I was so. gonna say, bro, this is in Chicago, fam. But they know what they're doing by saying nah, this. Yeah. We're gonna let this type of stuff run rampant in Chicago. Yeah, no, no, we know what's going on. Come yeah, but I kind of compared it to, um, you know, it's not the same. But I compared it to, uh, you know, the state of Florida. They have the stand your ground law. Mm-hmm. And you know how that was passed. So, obviously, it's not the same type of law or bill, whatever you want to call it. But the way that they were able to loop that in and pass that shit, they kind of just slipped it under your nose. And then it just became a big thing with the Trayvon Martin. But, like, before that, a lot of residents of Florida didn't even know 
about staying your, staying your ground law. So it's kind of the same thing here. It's like, let's push this and tell you it's for this, but we really have like a hidden agenda. Yeah, and we're gonna enact it. it when we need to use it. Come on, and we're gonna man. get George Zimmerman off, and and then all the street niggas are gonna run around killing other street niggas before we before we uh never mind. God damn, <clears throat> never mind. Jay Z said it <laughs> for real. Dog. Um, but but yeah, I I was gonna get into um R Kelly next. We're still in the court system. Mm-hmm. We're still in the legal system. Yep, still in Illinois. Ah, so R. Kelly had already been found guilty and sentenced 30 years in uh, in prison for his New York federal case. Mm-hmm. He's also been found guilty as of uh, yesterday, Wednesday, uh, on six counts of child pornography. Uh, it says R. Kelly is guilty on six of 13 charges he faced in his Illinois federal case. The jury just came back with its verdict. Um, let's see. Yeah, that should be about it. Yeah, R. Kelly just a sick man, man. We keep we keep saying this. So during the trial as well, there was uh, they calling it an explosive testimony. Uh, the former goddaughter mm-hmm. that you know spoke out, she claimed that her and R. Kelly had sex more than a hundred times before she turned eighteen years old. Yeah, it's gross. I mean, bro, I just yeah, every, that isn't getting I, much nasty. I was just gonna say every time we talk about this thing, I just. I just get more and more sick. And I'm just like, bro, this nigga is horrible. We don't have to stay on him. I really just wanted to report the news to the people yeah, yeah. that that he's he's definitely going to spend the rest of his life in jail. Yeah, for sure. Like you said, in New York, already 30 years there, uh, Illinois, there was actually 13 charges. They uh, found him guilty on six. Out yeah, they of 13. acquitted the other seven. Um, but fam, like he's, yeah, he, he will never see, you know, outside again. Which, the other seven were like conspiracy and enticement, something like that. I think okay. they, they got rid of those. Yeah, but just just a uh, just a sick Negro, you know? <laughs> <laughs> just for real, bro. Like that nigga is just. I, don't, I mean, I don't have too much to say. He's just sick, bro. To a nigga that's fifty, already, I believe. I think he's fifty. Um, he, he's got to be, and he's already gotten thirty years. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know if he has a a mandatory minimum on those, but say they gave him another thirty. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna sit forever. Yeah, it's over. He's fifty five. Yeah, I mean, of course, I wouldn't see him doing all thirty of a prison sentence, mm-hmm. but um, that still doesn't look too good, even if he doesn't do all thirty. Yeah, couldn't agree more, man. That nigga's sick, though. Yeah, you know that's sick. Those niggas' minds. This next one, <laughs> you know, fuck him. All right, <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> um, man, we saw something crazy in the in the media the other day. So mm-hmm. a <clears throat> a teenage human trafficking victim. Uh, I think I saw this this case when it first happened. Mm-hmm. Um, she was initially charged with first degree murder after she stabbed her accused rapist to death. That's part. Uh, that's part one. They actually came back with a different sentence, um, and she's been sentenced to five years probation in order to pay $150,000 restitution to the man's family. I still think that's incredibly fucked up. <laughs> I mean, yo, what the like, fuck? What? Now, of, of course, we don't want Shorty in jail on a first-degree murder sentence, and I'm glad they were able to reduce that to probation. Um, but if I murdered my rapist, Bro. I don't I don't think I should get any time. Now, it probably wasn't in an instance where it was complete self-defense murder she probably went back on him and and went to kill him for what he had done or killed him in another instance something like that but nah 
I'm with you, man. Regardless of the fact, this little girl's only 17 years old. I don't know how old she was when that shit. I was actually, gonna say, and that's now. I was gonna say, I don't know how old she was when that when the act actually happened, but she's 17 right now. For you to be raped, or sexually assaulted, whatever, and for you to kill the person that's done that to you, I don't think. I think you should be able to get off for that. I don't think you should face any restitution, any jail time, any probation. None of that. And to be completely honest, when this happened, I don't know if it was two years ago they said something something like that that it happened. June 2020. I think she's been sitting since it. Yeah, that shit is crazy. So, yeah. so she was 15. Yeah, and I think she's been sitting since. This wasn't an instance where she went home. She's been sitting since then. So she did two years. Bro, make that shit make sense to me. This is in Iowa, too. I don't know if you mentioned that. but That's why. <laughs> out there with the uh, what's their team the hawk the hawkeyes but, is bro, that what it is yeah iowa hawkeyes i believe is they are, are you thinking about the ohio buckeyes mm, hawkeyes okay hawkeyes yeah they uh black and yellow yeah yeah for sure but i'm sorry nah sorry, bro I don't know iowa this shit is just sick though bro like i just what's what what does it say about our 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 law our judicial system, bro? Like that's why I'm saying shit just be so backwards. Like I get there was a a life that was lost, but there was a good reason on why that life was lost. And this is some bullshit. The judge told her she he was ordering her 200 hours of community service because he knows she's been through a lot, mm-hmm. and she should be able to tell that story to other women. What? And that's what she's going to be like ordering them to like to speak to other people. Like, so you want me to, to verbalize my rape? Nah, I'm not fucking with that shit, man. For 200 hours to other people? It also states here. So the judge, once again, like you mentioned, it said, um, you know, they deferred those prison sentences because mm-hmm. um, they said the charges that were actually against her were punishable up to 10 years in prison. Um, but they said if she violates any portion of her probation, she could be sent to prison for a 20-year term. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know. Like, you have to live supervised for the the next five years for being raped. It's fucking crazy. She at, didn't ask for that. At 15 years old. And and didn't do anything. Well, yeah, she, I'm okay. She, she killed him, but I mean, sorry. Sick, man. Yeah, it's 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 a crazy thing to think about. Yeah. Um, we can get out of here. We can move on to the last thing we had to talk about. Um, you know, we're Texas natives. Yeah. So the Dallas mayor, he was in a meeting. It looks like a, a some kind of city hall meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, and he proposed that Dallas is a big city with a huge market. We see cities like New York and L.A. who both have NFL teams, more than one in the mm-hmm. city. Why can't Dallas be the same as them? Right. We could have more than one football team mm-hmm. in Dallas for the NFL, to which everybody else said, no, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. Uh, shout out to uh, Mayor Eric Johnson, you know, out of Dallas. Uh, he's a black man. Salute. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to you. But um, I get what you're doing, but I know you have a job. I know you have to, you know, like you said, city city hall, council meetings. You have to, you know, show appearance. You got to show your face. Things like that, I understand. You got to push agendas, you know, like we were just talking about. Um, but this is the Dallas Cowboys. This is the most valuable sports franchise in the world. It's the most profitable. You yeah. Know? So, like, 
I get you. Yes, everything you're saying makes sense. Definitely because, like you said, he compared L.A. and New York, which have, you know, two NFL teams. Uh, but their market, their fans, their their city, their state is not built on football like how Texas is. It sure isn't. And he, he's right in every in every sense. Exactly. It's just the fact that you're dealing with the Cowboys that more than likely this is not going to happen. Now, say the Cowboys were up for five, six, seven years. Mm-hmm. And we like uh, I said, we um, I mean, as in the city um, and Dallas had had brought home like maybe four or five different championships to the point where they're chilling like. We got a lot of reputation here. Like, we're doing our thing. We relax. Maybe it's been about not the greatest year this year, but, like, we coming off of this this many titles. You can look at a new team in the city. Like, until you get a couple titles here in, in like, again, Dallas Cowboy-wise, I I don't don't think we should even be discussing, like, the new team. Yeah, because it's not not even going to happen. And then, like you said, the, the reason why those other markets, L.A. and New York, are able to have more than one team is because they haven't, they don't have a team that has the type of legacy like the Cowboys have had. Like you mentioned, like Cowboys are the number one franchise. You know, they have five Super Bowls, things like that. So, nigga, like there will never be another team in Dallas, another team. Niggas want to call them the Arlington Cowboys, which I think is funny. That's funny. It's every time they lose, they get called the Arlington <laughs> Cowboys. But I'm like, bro, uh, there, there will never be another team. Or not. I don't think in our lifetime, bro, like as long as the Joneses are over that, that fucking organization, there will never be another team in Dallas. They're not having that shit. And I know it sounds crazy to say, like, yeah, you're, they're not in charge of City Hall. They're not in politics, whatever. If you think they can't make that happen, as long as Jerry or Steven is, is alive, there will never be another football team in Dallas. Come on now. N- never. You better pack that sh- You better move to Decatur. <laughs> you not Decatur. The, Wichita Falls, San Antonio. Say, not Decatur, Georgia. It's not going to be in Dallas, though. <laughs> yeah, no. Decatur, Texas. I was going to say Decatur, Texas. Yeah, you better move to Vader, Texas. Oh, fuck you talking about? Like, we, yeah, we is not. You can't keep up with the Joneses out here, boy. Not these Joneses. Not these Joneses, boy. <laughs> these are the best Joneses there ever was. Those are the wrong Joneses to be keeping up Man, with. Man, you cannot keep up with them at all. But um, like I I said, I Play with your T Jones, right? <laughs> with your mammy, okay. But I understand, uh, Mayor Eric Johnson having a job. Like I said, bro, you gotta, you know, show face. You gotta say certain things. I don't even think he believed that shit. Bro. No, now everything he said is true. Dallas has the big, like the big market. We got the big football. Like we got the money, got the space. We could, it's we could a great city, yeah, yeah. And there's a lot coming to Texas to where, yeah, we could go for another football team. That makes sense, but no, no, not here. We got the wrong team here already. Maybe if Dallas was in Houston mm-hmm. and we had a Houston Rocket type, t- I mean, I said Houston Rocket, a Houston Texans type team, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll take another team. Yeah. Not this one. Not here, brother, but it's a great idea, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's all I think we have for the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, for episode 175, we gave you niggas a lot of news, not a whole lot of music. Yeah. We're going to be back on your head top for, uh, for music on Monday. But uh, are you ready to get out of here? Let's do it, man. All right, man. I want to thank all the listeners, the, uh, the audio listeners, uh, Apple, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, Google, Stitcher, Deezer, um, iHeart, TuneIn, wherever it is you're listening on, all the viewership, whether that's on YouTube, the following on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Snapchat, TikTok, whatever it is that you're watching us on. Make sure you keep tuning in. Make sure you hit that, uh, that subscribe button. Make sure you hit that bell. Get our notifications every time we drop. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and get out of here, man. It's been your boy, Roger. 
Jakari, we checking out. All right, man, let's do this. Got his bitch up on my lines, he tryna eat me up tonight Two, two, three, yeah, I'm a smooth criminal like I'm Mike Nigga thought I was gon' slide for my little niggas, yeah, I Smoking 93, nigga, this shit pressure, it bust pipes He thought she was sweet, he ain't ice, you fight for his life I just broke up with my bitch, I told her she gon' be high. Bitch, I'm quite P, I had me a new hoe that same night I just rolled up, let off seven, I he crapped out like it's dice Mixed a walkie with the twist and I just pulled it up on ice Yeah, your bitch gon' fuck me good because I told her she look nice I told twin to shoot this bitch up, I ain't have to say it twice only put my faith in God cause he gon' bless Bitch, I'm all about the business If I jump it, you gon' catch Bitch, we knockin' niggas off Slappin' on roof, he feel like West Bitch, don't take your panties off You come in this room, then you gon' neck We finna end all the questioning with this shit They gon' understand after this city Oi I'm rich and I'm free at the same time Coming where I'm from, that's a Grammy for the trouble You can hear me, I'm more bitches in Miami On the water, getting sandy, yeah, I'm with a John Lee But my other bitch a Cammy Just about some millions on these niggas, understand me Bitches sending tears when they see me like I'm Sammy I was down for years, but a nigga had to manage I just kept it serious when the mother niggas panic God damn it, now I'm in the Maybach roof panoramic See slanted, sipping on sir while the screw tape jamming Chopper so hot that a nigga had to fan it I'ma handle it Boy, I keep spray goals like I keep cabbage Savage Yeah, bitch, you know I'm savage Levage Diamonds on me, so lavish All these Tinas be Ike my turner I don't go out the house with no burners I don't sleep in no house with no burners I don't chill on the couch with no burners All my little niggas smart cause they learners I just teach niggas hearts to be earners I just teach niggas hearts to be sterners Stand the firmest Y'all feeling y'all soldiers on purpose You ain't a big homie, you worthless You ain't even scratching the surface So how you gon' help me the surface? I earned the my stripes cause I work shit I earned the my stripes cause I murk shit Lay some hands in the dirt shit, yeah